Internet friends, and welcome to episode number 125 of Final Boss TV. Normally, of course, your Wild Game Rating Show. I'm your host. My name is Adam K.A.K. Bay, and today, however, I am flying solo. I mean, normally I fly solo. I sort of just like live at my little cave house here, go grocery shopping, and then work, sleep, work, repeat, basically, right? But this episode is going to be... I did something similar-ish last year, but nowhere near the same, uh, I, I guess, straightforward coverage, right? So I think I want to do these once a year now, toward the end of the year, right? In December. The main reason for this episode being as it is is because the Hunter show has to get delayed because of scheduling. That happens, especially around the holiday time, right? Additionally... 715 is right now live in Legion, and there's a lot of issues with trying to make a show and talking to guests about trying to figure out what to talk about. One thing I'll talk about in a moment real quick here, but thank you, Blood. Blood Helper, thank you for the 11 months in a row. But I realize the reason why that the shows are difficult to make right now is because it's hard to try to, like, well, we're going to talk about live and 715. So then if you watch the show in the future, then you're listening to things that are old. So I'm only going to be doing one more show uh, in, seven, in, in this like 715 PTR junket cycle, right? So Hunters will be the last one that I do. And then there'll be some time off for the holidays, just streaming, making YouTube stuff, prepping for 2017, which is the sort of the point of this episode. Everyone kind of makes these, a couple of people have been making the end of year sort of specials. Noble just made one, reminded me about a couple of things to talk about in my show. But I don't really do talking head videos very often. And I feel that talking head stuff for me is hard to create due to the fact that I have an editing background and I don't exactly like to just sit and just like sit on just like dead footage, right? Just like footage, just sitting around, whatever. It's it's hard for me to make a video that I just talk about stuff with this B-roll running because I feel like that B-roll has to be important to what I'm talking about. So that's one of the things I'm going to work on for 2017 is actually making those, which of course I'll go into more later. But as you saw right there, Blood Helper popped up in this little empty space here, my partition that blocks off my room. I have another scene set up, of course, too, that if you resubscribe or support the show in any way right now today, because this is a end of year sort of community Q&A special. I have questions weaved in and out, but if I see something in chat that I want to talk about with you nerds, of course I will talk about it. And you're part of this whole experience, right? You're part of growing everything that has been done on the show, on the live stream, on the YouTube channel, all this stuff, right? So without getting too sappy and trying to sound like all the other YouTube nerds and content creators out there, it really does mean a lot to people like this nerd. And of course, everyone else that you watch their, you know, watch their videos online or watch their streams or subscribe to or whatever. It is a very strange feeling that I'm my own boss, right? And I'm trying to become more of my own boss and not have two jobs in 2017. And there are a lot of bits and pieces every day that you get really concerned about what you are making, what you're putting out. 
and essentially your all YouTube views, iTunes, Stitcher, Twitch TV viewers, right? Those in Discord, those are not in Discord. And you're all part, in part, of this huge thing that I've been trying to make now for over three years, which has been a friendly, non-confrontational, positive little corner of the internet where I predominantly play and talk about World of Warcraft, obviously, but that you can just be either a part of the, the YouTube viewership or the Twitch viewership and not be worried, because I, I curate a lot, right? And even the other day, I had 500, 600 viewers after Duck Sauce hosted me, and many of them were probably still in his channel, so they weren't actually here. But the chat doesn't, like, freak out. It doesn't explode. It doesn't turn into nonsense, right? Which now that I talk about that in, in before a giant wall of, of everything, which I'll switch scenes now, so there's a little more to look at here. There, there is a lot of... Oh, of course, and this scene is a little broken on this desktop. Of course it is. Why wouldn't it be? Sitting here, setting up a solo show, and you realize that there's so many little things you forget about. There is... There's a lot that comes, I think, from the, the broadcaster's personality that, of course, echoes out into where they are. So I really just appreciate everyone... You know, there it begins... I really appreciate everyone that is here and have been along for the ride that has supported the channel in whatever way possible because every little bit helps, right? As I'll get into more later with, with things like Patreon and with YouTube, there are a lot of little things that all add up because this is a huge effort to, to raise, to, to bring one person or like a small group of people, right? Any, any YouTube group, any Twitch streaming little group to a level that they can continuously do what they want to do that you want to watch, it takes a lot of you enjoying what they do. So I, I would not be here if it weren't for every one of you sitting there with your butts in your chairs, which is sort of why everyone kind of builds up that whole, like what, what do they call their viewers, their community, whatever. We had like the whole Ray group thing for a while. And... That, that always felt a little, little disingenuous. That's why using the terminology and, and calling everyone butts is because you are, most of you, <laughs> are sitting here watching me as I'm sitting here making something or, or, or creating or streaming or whatever have you. So it all, it all comes to be a part of it. And the reason why earlier this year I rebranded my... That's the wrong page. That I rebranded my... Twitter, for example, to be Bay, which is my name online, right? And I wanted to feel like it wasn't as much of a production as more of it was me. Who is that? Kendreth, thank you very much for the support and the subscription, the hardcore subscription. I didn't want to have those muted today because, again, if you are part of this experience. I turned the volume down a little bit more on those. They're not as loud. But... And there's Sage, or Valerium, however you pronounce her name, you weirdo. Thank you for the four months in a row on Twitch Prime. End of year resub hype! And that's, that's sort of what I wanted it to be, right? I hope it doesn't get annoying to those that are, like, only listening in the future on the audio-only version. Oh my goodness. And Tachinori, more butt bits for the king of the butts. Well, thank you for the 500 butt bits, you butt. 
I want that to be a part of the stream because you you are involved in all of this. So I didn't want that to be empty from and mind's eye, thank you for the three months. Keep it bay, keep it, keep it what? Keep it up, keep it down, keep it all around. I'll I'll take it how it is. But thank you very much for the support there as well. It's it's strange because I, I bring up sometimes about like I've just barely broke. I'll get into some stats here now. So I, I went through and the reason why I want to do a show like this every year too is because I want to to be able to look back every year and then see how things have changed, right? So I dug up all this data and if you enjoy numbers and things, this might show you a little bit more. <laughs> Hi Valkyrian, 29 months. <laughs> Peeks out head. Valkyrian, thank you for the 29 months. I have people that are close to three years soon. I'll have to make sure I update the back end because I actually don't have, um, I don't have all the sub sounds set up. So, you know, keep it up. Uh, uh huh. Sure. So I went back through and I wanted to, to, to find out like how much work I've done and how, how large we have grown and, and what we have created here on, on Final Boss TV. All, all in total. Oh, and prawns here. Wonderful. So, recaps for 2016. So, I did 15 live shows so far during Legion. I've done 14 currently, and the 15th is next Sunday, which will be the Hunter Show. And then I'll be, you know, the Christmas and New Year's time off. I'll be streaming stuff, of course. Whoops, sorry about that. I'll be streaming stuff, of course, so that won't, I won't be going anywhere. But, so 15 live shows during Legion so far. There were three live shows that were those mixed matched, like get extra guests sort of during beta. I did 133, 133 videos for the Legion beta coverage, which are all categorized right over here on the channel guide. So artifact previews, first and second pass videos, and a few miscellaneous videos as well. But these are all the artifact preview videos, right, that are all all built in here on the channel guide, as well as all the beta class videos, the first and second passes. So 133 videos in total of all the coverage that was done during all of this time, which is just wild. <laughs> Only 414, Gara? That's such a weird number. What are you doing here? I should have saved my sub for today. Well, I thought of last minute to put them on the stream today, but thank you for the 414 butt bits. So, 133 videos in total, so uh, somewhere close to 150 live show plus videos, packaged videos, and that doesn't even, if you go to the channel guide and you can look through, you look through the, uh, the time, the timestamps on all the testing, but you could add up all the hours we put into Legion Beta, and that's just the class testing, not only just other stuff I did on live too. So... We broke 500 subscribers here on Twitch TV, which is an interesting milestone because it unlocks more emotes. But then it came at a time where I was pushing for it before BlizzCon and Amazon Prime had just come out. So we have fallen back under 500 subs, which is fine. It's going to ebb and flow all over the place, right? And 
talking to other broadcasters, the more subs you gain on Twitch, which feels awesome, the more you actually see a fluctuation. I may see a fluctuation recently in like a hundred subs, but those that have over a thousand see fluctuations in the hundreds of subs. So, and yeah, Kitty, I think Kitty was the 500th. So it's, it's a crazy wild ride to watch that because now we have Twitch Prime. There are multiple ways to subscribe to a channel with like prepaid cards and whatnot, gift cards, that kind of nonsense. It's all on the back end if you hit the subscribe button. And that is just one avenue. And I'll go into how to support stuff later. But so we broke 500 subs on Twitch. Ribfanwa! Guess what the present was? Oh, Rib, you said he had a present for me. Was it that? Was it that 10 months? Was it something else? What could it be? Hmm. Was it that, Rib? Was it, I mean, I don't know what it is. So, it, that was a huge milestone. And of course, we'll go through from there. On YouTube, on YouTube, we, together, broke, as you can see up here, I think at the top, we broke 10 million just views on, on videos. Inebriated bison still lurking here. I mean, you're kind of probably passed out by now, right? Do you need me to call an ambulance or anything? Are you okay? You can keep holding your liquor, right? For 28 months. That's a long time. But goodness me, thank you very much for the 28 months. You're close to the three-year mark, too. Yeah, slowly but surely, eventually, you know. The sounders do change every time you hit a new year tier, up to five, currently. So it broke 10 million views on YouTube as a channel. I gained, I didn't look at my loss, because that wouldn't, that's not the whole point of being positive here. I gained somewhere in the ballpark of 37,000 YouTube subscribers. Currently, we are reached, we're sitting at 67,000 subs on YouTube, which is a lot, but also is not. Because YouTube has recently just changed a lot of how they do things, and I'll break that a little bit more down later. But I think in 2017, the goal for YouTube is to break 100,000. Because at 100,000, you'll actually get a letter from YouTube. They, they acknowledge you exist, right? So we're getting there. So we're 33,000 away on YouTube. And I'm not exactly sure how to grow that. So I'll have questions for you guys later about what you'd like to see on YouTube. Of course, you can post what you would like now. But overall... Views just in 2016 was a huge portion of it. We had 6 million, 6 million, 755,870 plus, because we're not done with the month yet, obviously. So almost 7 million of those 10 million plus views were only in this year because of all of the beta coverage that I did and all of the videos that came out during Legion beta. Because I said, when I set out to the Legion stuff, that I was kind of total biscuiting or Jesse Coxing the. The, the Legion stuff. Oh, well, that's fun. Goodbye. And that was the point of hi, Latus. 30 months in a row, you thought the subs were over. Think again. 
<laughs> Thank you for the 30 months, ladies. I appreciate it. But so more than half of the views came from just one year alone. So I wonder what we can do next year without a beta. So over 77 million hours of my content was watched in 2016. So far. Over 77 million hours. Which I have a very small channel. I have larger videos because of the podcasts. But that's a lot of time. And those are the things I was talking about in the opening here that it's really humbling and awkward that 77 million hours of me interviewing guests or talking about World of Warcraft or playing Heroes of the Storm or a little bit of Overwatch mixed in there, maybe even some Dragon Age back in the earlier time. I, I, there, there are a lot of videos on my channel. And I try to keep them really organized in all the different playlists over time. And yeah, it's all the chunks. It's it's very crazy. 2017 resolution more Chloe. I mean, maybe. We'll see. And I had 60, so far, 61,966 likes on my videos compared to only 2,577 dislikes. So I think for the most part, I haven't put out anything outside of a video or two that gained more dislikes than I was expecting that flopped. Right? I have a passion project in the base adventure series, and I'll go into more about that soon. But I don't think anything came up on the channel that was just horrifically disliked. And that's a huge separation there. 62,000 likes versus 2,500 dislikes. But uh, over on Twitter, so we are at currently sitting here at 19,703 followers. Twitter is weird. Because you can see here that your impressions, you can see this, right? Yeah, you can see that. Twitter social media is the large one that I focus on. Facebook is kind of just a repository. I post stuff on Facebook, but I really just communicate and talk and go through on, on YouTube. And uh, I mean, on, on Twitter for everything that I put on YouTube or the live stream, whatever. But you can see here in the last month, I've had 1.1 million impressions. And that's a weird number to look at because that means 1.1 million times has someone seen, clicked on, interacted with, commented on any of your tweets in usually the last 28 days and it rolls and rolls and rolls. Sometimes when you uh, refresh your Twitter page, you see like a, a, an hourly count of your impressions, which means that, that that number is just how much you are just connecting with people on Twitter, which I think is really helpful because you always sort of in this line of work and this, this realm, you always kind of want to be, you know, talking to people, poking around, keeping your name out there and, and, you know, eventually, you know, drawing in a couple new people. We had like 70 something new follows last night because of the toast from duck sauce, you know, maybe five of them come back, which is, I'm not bringing up the follower number on Twitch right now. I don't even know where we're at. What's our follower number? 45,634 right now with somewhere, you know, 4.6 million views. That's a weird number because 45,000 plus people might know that my stream exists, but they don't show up to the shows, right? 
So it's an interesting number to look at. It's why I say that the follower number on Twitch is kind of a dead stat. I think that certain milestones are neat, like 50,000, 100,000, 250, 500, a million, whatever, if anyone has that. Because those are those are just showing how large your stream spiderweb has gone, but that doesn't necessarily mean that doesn't reflect your viewers at all. But Twitter is weird. So we're close to 20,000 followers. We broke that this year. I actually couldn't really dig into how to find out how many followers I had like a year ago. I tried to look at any screenshots of my Twitter for any reason, but I bet you there's some website that like Social Blade that tracks all your stats and whatnot. But it... Again, it's a humbling milestone that... And I have gone through with a website called Tweepy. And you can force unfollows and remove bots from your account. It's a paid service. I've done that twice so far, like two big pushes. So we would be over 20,000 right now if I let all the bots stay on my account. But I don't want all the bots to be able to see my tweets and then automatically reply or favorite things, like all the porn bot nonsense. So there are a bunch of filters you can go through and you can find bot accounts or inactive Twitter accounts. And I've removed hundreds of them. So... I would like to keep the Twitter not gross. People were asking me why would I remove people from Twitter? Don't you want a larger number there to make yourself look more credible or whatever? Your spider is larger. I don't, again, I don't want all the bot nonsense. I hope that there are actually 19,703 physical human beings behind these, these follows because those are important. So analyst.twitter.com uses a nice graph, but it's a bit less informative now. Hmm, Bink, interesting. I may check that out and give that a peep later. But just general stats. And then there's Facebook, which I talked about momentarily there. Facebook is almost close to 5,000 likes on Facebook. We're at 4809 right now. Which again, Facebook normally is just sort of a, you know, the stream is live kind of thing. It's the stream is live or I post the YouTube videos. I don't really do much on Facebook. That's the thing because I, I don't know if people use Facebook more of a notification service or if they actually interact. Because sometimes we get huge interaction chains on Facebook and I've had lots of back and forths and obviously I did the huge giveaway for beta keys that I had on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter and whatnot. Then that thread was huge. Like 400 something replies. It was insane. So I don't know if I should focus more on that at all, or if I should leave it as it is. Because Facebook is a weird one to me. That I don't know if it it should be something that I actually try to curate more of. I know there's a huge market on Facebook. There are definitely people that use it all the time. I kind of feel that Facebook is, is horrendously awkward in the way that it sorts things, and you have to, every day you have to click on Facebook and go to the top and recent stories and say, like, newest first. Otherwise, it just shows, like, trending garbage and it's all just video reposts and <laughs> right? It's very obnoxious. So I think I keep Facebook really clean unless something determines that I need to actually you know, eventually post something here as well. But I think it gets, like, the, the post that I'm going live, you can see your impressions of how many people that actually reached, which means how many people saw that post, right? And I get someone live stream going live that 8,000 people saw this post. But I don't have 8,000 people watching the channel. So it's weird when I look at all these numbers and I'm being very, you know, behind the curtain with this episode. That this is some of the stuff that I see. Right? 
like this this video of my world boss, right? Almost, you know, 9,000, over 9,000 people saw this post, but there aren't 9,000 plus views on this video. That is awesome, by the way. That better Twitch TV Santa hat on my head. Oh my God. That's real good. <laughs> but some people, yeah, you refuse to anything with Facebook. Yeah, Facebook is not where I go to get my content. That's fine. Certain people, of course, do. Facebook feels like it's the 35-year-old and plus crowd. Well, I'm 31, almost 32. So, I mean, you have to have both, right? You, you have to have both as a content creator. You have to you know, reach out in multiple avenues. And Jesse Cox says, you know, make sure you uh, advertise like a shameless whore. Because you need to just get your stuff in front of other people's faces. That's just how it goes. So this year, to recap on a couple of things, we went to the Warcraft movie premiere and the Legion Summit. It was a two-day event. The footage for all of that definitely exists. It's on, it's backed up on my hard drive. It's, 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 it exists. I never got around to putting that video together because of time constraints and getting back and getting back into making shows and it was Legion beta still at the time for a little bit and then of course launched and after. Do you, those watching right now, and of course if you're watching on YouTube, let me know these questions that I ask, please reply to them. If you, you know, if you want to lurk, that's totally fine. Uh, do you want me to still put together that footage in a video just to see what it was like to go to the Legion Summit slash Warcraft movie premiere. It's a little old news at this point, but it's it'd be a similar to how the Bay's Take video goes, where it's a fly-through, a bump into things, whatever, just to see what it was like to go there. Because I have a lot of random footage from going there. I just don't... I get self-conscious when it gets too far beyond the point of making a video. Because I think... What if people would want to see what it was like to go to that experience and go and be on the carpet and be right there while the actors were walking around? So, I mean, I'm not surprised that you guys said yes, but Facebook equals IRL and Twitter equals random internet dweebs. Okay, fair enough, Bink. That's fair. A lot of those views were from the same people multiple times. Kem's not wrong on the Facebook stuff, but yes, last honestly would love Bay's take type videos with all your editing and everything. They're always so well done. Cool to see. Be fun to see. I watch those videos more consistently than anything. Because I made... I made... You know, you go to the base take section. There's 14 videos here right now. I did some content updates, of course, whatnot. The base... The older base takes from BlizzCon 2015 are right here, which I made five in 2015 because I'm an idiot. <laughs> I... I... I don't know how I did that. But the three I made from this year were much, much more well put together, I think. But, you know, I had Whammo, Pally Time, Preach, Fabulina, Lost Codex, Cosplay, all this kind of stuff, all in these videos. So it would be similar in that style. And those that are curious, was the Legion Summit the one with Sloth and Towley? The Summit was the, the day after the Warcraft movie premiere special. It was at the, what, the Anaheim Hotel, Hotel Anaheim, and it was a 
sort of invite-only press media influencer-style get-together before Legion launched. That's when I made that tweet, right? I made that really controversial tweet, you know, something epic is coming or whatever, dot dot dot, and it exploded! And people thought I was just making clickbait nonsense, but that was a two-part tweet because I was sitting there watching the Harbinger series, and it was right after that they had talked about the, uh, the Legion app for your phone. And I thought that was epic. I wasn't trying to trick anybody. Because I found out about the Legion phone app in a way that, like, no one else should have. It was kind of leaked to me. But then it was the Harbinger series, and then right after that, when we were out mingling, and then I got bumped into with the Legion phone app. So, I thought those were both epic. So I said, something epic is coming, dot dot dot. Right? But people thought I was just being an, an asshole and just clickbaiting the hell out of the internet, which that was not even, wasn't even the case. That was so not even the case of what I, I meant to do. So I thought both of those things were really awesome. That was the whole point. So essentially everyone that, that said that you want to see that footage, so I will highlight this. Highlight this with green, which means go ahead. So I will try to make that and put that together. It'd probably be about a 10 to 12 minute video, I think, from the footage that I have. Somewhere in that ballpark. So I'll try to put that together. And we'll see how that works out. But that was exciting as heck. And of course we had Legion launch. Nobel talked about how, you know, that we had the Chronicle. And the Illidan story, which I have a copy of, so I haven't read the whole thing yet. Same thing with the Chronicle. The second Chronicle comes out soon, which starts off basically with Karazhan, and that'll be awesome. And I think there's a third one that they're going to make next year. So that's huge for us to, like, get our story of World of Warcraft all in a row, right? Get that all worked out and, and everything canonized, essentially. There was other books that Nobel mentioned that came out this year, too, that was overwhelming him and his workload and what videos he was making and how he was putting everything together for his side of, of coverage. And then he plugged, if you haven't yet, if you haven't yet watched Nobel's um, update video, his, his end of the year video, he actually plugs a lot of other lore channels. So if that's what you're into, go check out his video. And he plugs a lot of other really good lore channels that are doing different things with, with coverage in World of Warcraft in that sort of style if you're into it. First one on my mind, of course, would be the Lost Codex Boys. They do really great stuff with the Hollow Core, so go check them out. And as a early teaser, I think February. I think in February, I'll be sitting down with the Lost Codex boys to interview them, like a community spotlight. So I'll interview them in, I believe, February. There should be a Bay's Bake where you make stuff from the WoW cookbook. Let's scroll down here. Suggestions. Bay's Bake. WoW cookbook. Okay. I mean, I'll take suggestions. <laughs> I thought it was like a neat idea. I don't know how I'd film that. I'll have like a film crew to film all this stuff. Like Roe does with Nerdy Nummies. Bay King? Bay King with Bay? 
or that name. I don't know. Bay King with Bay. Oh, gosh. I'd watch the <laughs> out of Bay's Bake. I don't know about this. Bay versus Brutal Cook-Off? Oh, man. Bay versus Brutal. Wow. Cookbook. Cook-Off. That's a neat idea. Wow. Well, Trivial Pursuit really can't happen because there are no more questions. Like, Trivial Pursuit's still behind me. It's right, literally right there. That's the box for it. We have, there are no more questions to be answered. It's, there, there are no more questions that are in that version of the game. That version of the game only goes up to Missa Pandaria. So there really is nothing else. So uh, unless we, like, put together all of our own questions, or they ever come out with a extra or a new version of the game, there's no way for us to do it again. So I've been thinking about trying to make other episodes and specials like that. People have asked to the bakery. Oh, good lord. Um, I cook all the time. I've been living on my own for over a decade. Like, I cook every day. So I, I cook and bake or whatever I need to do. Simple-ish. I have the Adam Special is what I make, which is essentially a different steamed bag of something, vegetables, uh, rice, broccoli, uh, some Mediterranean couscous, whatever. And then it's usually uh, baked or grilled chicken, and then like avocado or cucumbers, and it's all just on top of each other. And then my really specific Lighthouse OPA yogurt ranch dressing. Oh. It is the best ranch dressing to drizzle on top or douse on top of any, like, mixed food. Oh, it's so good. But that's whenever I say I had the base special today on stream, it's some amalgamation of that. So, the Hunter Show is next Sunday, the 18th, due to scheduling and the guests I wanted to have on. One of them could not make it. So the Hunter Show is next Sunday, the 18th. Yeah, Frag has Cooking with Frag. There's a couple of static cameras. I think, it, yeah, his wife swaps between them. Maybe you could have... Latomi doesn't live here anymore, Valkyrian. Uh, who has a few hours. And she could come by, I guess. Sure. Could share and have and taste test whatever you make. Yeah, I, um... GoPro is your solution to camera problems. I... I still... Don't know how to get all that set up and get a computer out there and get it on the internet. So we'll see. That's an interesting thought because creative streams in that regard would be interesting. Because I'm definitely not a chef or a cook in any way, but I have been doing it for years, right? I, I, that's, I have been doing it for, for years. So that would be interesting. That's a, a topic. I nominate myself to be your camera crew. How how can a potato run a camera? I mean, the if if I mean the baking show, you could just mail some of your stuff to you bake to YouTube winners. Well, mm, yeah, mailing perishable stuff is a possibility. It would have to only be domestic because I can't mail that too far because otherwise it would spoil. Interesting. Brutal streamed him making burgers? He really did? Oh, goodness gracious. That's funny. I did not know why I... Did I know he did that? I don't, maybe I didn't know he did that. Huh. 
But that's these are all things. If you have other ideas, of course, are the games. I see Rib says I suggest and play Dark Souls three. Fresh Kid, don't don't get Fresh Kid started, okay? There are on that topic. Let me look over here at Steam. I had this prepared, so let's bring up Steam. It's gonna blop over chat for a moment. Um, so I have like Banner Saga two, Dark Souls three, Darkest Dungeon, Deadpool, Divinity, Xenoverse. Oh, it's not actually showing all the way. Let's do this. Yeah. I have the Dreamfall chapters, which I think would be a lot of fun to play as well. I've got, gosh, I mean, we still have Evolve still. I still have not played any Fallout 4. I have Hand of Fate that I'd like to play. Legend of Korra for, you know, I guess for fun. I'd love to actually finish Middle Earth. No Man's Sky did get some updates. A uh, playthrough of Ori and the Blind Forest would be fun. Goodness me, of course, the always present R Square D cubed for here and there. Definitely gonna play some more Slime Rancher. But I've got both Star Wars All Republic launched in here. Those would be cool to play an old playthrough of those. Stardew Valley's here. Of course, the divisions ever present. I've got all the different Transformers games that I would love to play at some point. There's freaking four of them. The uh, Devastation is a separate game. Oh, don't install that right now. Devastation is a separate game, but Fallout Cybertron, Dark Spark, War Cybertron, these are all different games. Transistor is here as well. Another playthrough of Undertale would be a lot of fun. Uh, the new Dawn of War is coming out soon. This is obviously not the one that's out. This is the one that's out right now, but the new Dawn of War coming out. I would love to finish Witcher 3. I would love to finish XCOM 2. There's a lot of games that are out that I would enjoy to play. Uh, take me to the store. Where's my wish list? Oh. What are you doing? Wishlist. There are other games coming out soon that I want to play. Battle Chasers, Universe 2, Planet Coaster, I don't know if I'd ever play that. I have no idea. We Happy Feud would be fun, Total War Warhammer, and then of course Dawn of War 3 is on the horizon as well. So, so as a broadcaster that can't only play World of Warcraft because you just can't pigeonhole yourself too hard, there are so many games. There are so many games. I already played through all of Bastion on a stream before Valkyrian. That was one of the Control Bay for a Day streams. Where I played the entirety of Bastion in one sitting. It was like seven hours. A lot of fun. So, Kazumi brings up a good point. Any games to play with subs and viewers? So that's a point that I have a little down here that I was going to talk about after uh, I got through more of the statistical and recap stuff. But we'll just kind of jump around. It's fine. Um, Starbound? See, I don't know, man. Starbound? I don't know if that's a game for me. Maybe? Uh, yeah, Golden Sun has to happen in 2017 sometime because there's a quote of me saying it like a year and a half ago. So I had to play through Golden Sun. That'll be fun. But viewer games, obviously R Square D Cubed is a viewer game. Robot Roller Derby Disco Dodgeball. That's a game that we definitely would play here and there. And there are other multiplayer games. I mean, I play Heroes of the Storm with, with butts sometimes. Not to sound like I'm discrediting anyone else that's watching as a more general viewer. You, I really connect well with those that are in Discord. So you can join my Discord. The link is right here in the channel guide. Uh, oh, Ira, don't talk to me about Mass Effect Andromeda yet. I, I'm not ready. And an another, Ma another um, Dragon Age Inquisition playthrough as Begeta, who will be the prince of all mages who hates other mages because he's the best. And I side with the Templars as a mage to quell all of the mages because, again, he's the best. So, that would be fun. Of course, Mass Effect Andromeda is coming out soon. Oh, 
man. It's it's hard to think about and schedule all this stuff, of course, around World of Warcraft, my main focus and main game. But you can join the Discord channel. If you're not a subscriber, you can at least go in the general chat and you can hang out there and talk about stuff. I asked earlier if any people had questions for me on the show today. So that's a thing. If you're a subscriber, though, you can hook it together and then you can have full reign. You can talk in the final butts chat. And really, it... it, it some people might get a little, they might be like intimidated to talk to me or hang out or whatever. But at a certain point, it becomes interesting where you can't impress your friends. And some of the viewers and, and subs that have been here for a very long time, we play games all the time together. There's a certain number of them that you see more frequently than others because they are the ones that are around and that interact and that are part of sort of like the, the more group of multiplayer people. So if you want to be part of that multiplayer-ish group, then you just gotta, you know, just be a part of it, right? Like, I don't... I'm not some weird, unreachable... And Sergeant Cisco, hello! For four months in a row. Hope you're having a good day. I am! A solo show is interesting, but... I have a lot to go over today, so... Bay plays games with my heart. Quit playing games with my heart. Sorry. Um, Backstreet Boys? You listened to them, don't you even say you didn't. We all did. We all, unless you were born in the last, like, 15 years, if you didn't. But, oh, that's pretty good, too, Fresh Kid. That, that hat on my head works pretty well. There should be a, maybe a Santa Bay stream this year. That'd be a lot of fun. But you can join... Right there. Additionally, on the channel guide, all the different links, all the different Discord channels, and all the different links to my stuff, friends and favorited things, the artists and the music that I use here, the gear list list is still coming until I wait until I get my next set of upgrades, and then we'll get that whole thing updated for you. My streaming schedule is normally updated right here as well. And then, of course, ways to support uh, what I do here on my affiliate channels are all right here on the channel guide. So, boy band hype. Automaton concert in 2017? Maybe. I'd like to play more Automaton, but I have to learn other songs to play on it other than just Chrono Trigger. But other things to recap for 2016, obviously, was BlizzCon. BlizzCon 2016, the micro interviews. I made those three videos. Again, they were the ones that I posted from the base takes. So these were a lot of fun. So interviewed, of course, and bumped into... Wemo, Kale Fabulous, Come Up With The Storm, Pally Time, lots of cosplay, Preach and Ghosty were there, Fabelina and Friends, Lost Codex. These are all, all right here in these videos if you want to watch all three of them. They are very just sort of vlog and b-roll style. They are the same things that I made last BlizzCon. If you wanted to watch the five days of last year's BlizzCon, bumping into all the different people. That's the one that Novel was at. Novel Fatbot. Nixium was in so many of my damn videos uh, at 2015. So, you can go check those out if you want to relive those moments from, from the past, essentially. And then I hosted a live panel at Calm Before the Storm. So, I was on a panel with Dustin from Horde for Life, Bell from Pwncast, Ben from Azeroth Roundtable, and Tatva and Tovo from Line of Sight Gaming. That audio-only version, if you go to the podcast section of my website... That is right down here as audio only. However, oh god, what is this? Dynamic and terrifying, blah, stunning, flat 4K. This, oh, it's Gears of War. This is the audio only version. The audio sounds great. 
Live audio was a little bit awkward. Worms Armageddon will be fun to play with subs and butts. That's a good idea. The, that's the newest worms, right? Uh, multiplayer suggestions. Uh, let me make a list of this real quick. I gotta help. Help. There we go. Is that the newest one? Worms Armageddon. Because sometimes the Worms games are a little bit... But that could be fun. And what was it? The other one that was suggested? That was another one that was suggested as well. Oh, was it Starbound. Is that... I gotta look into Starbound. Armageddon is older. There was one that just came out. That was a new Worms game that looks like the newest slash the best. But I'm not sure. We'll see. Because that's something I have a note about that I'll go into in a moment about that sort of stuff. But you can see right here, the question I had for you, because I'm asking you questions, is the footage... There's no footage for this. There's just audio only. I still have the audio, of course. Would you like, if you never knew about this as another podcast, would you like me to just slap that footage onto a still image just for YouTube? And then you could listen to the Con Before the Storm WoW panel from BlizzCon 2016 on YouTube. In case you don't listen to the audio-only stuff, but you can click the link right here. But I'm pretty sure I should also get that online as well, if I'm not mistaken. Would you like to listen to that if you prefer YouTube for your listening pleasure? A 12 Days of Baymus needs to be a thing? When would that start? I'd have to start that very soon, wouldn't I? Yeah, I'd start that very soon. I don't know what to do for that. That would be tough. That would be tough. A series of images with changing bay faces. I could put the emotes on there, I guess. <laughs> but I feel like I should get that online before the end of this year for those that actually do want to listen to that. Brutemus versus Baymus. Oh god. Baymus doesn't sound as good as Brutemus though, because he has the R. Definitely like it on YouTube, don't listen to much else. Yeah, I, I definitely need to get that online. It'd be an easy edit, render, and then just plop it on the website. But, I just, a theme that I have with the show and everything else is that I always kind of bit off more than I can chew. Or bite off, and have bit off more than I can chew. And it's, it's tough to juggle everything because I want to stream, but I want to make YouTube videos, but I have a show every Sunday, but I have a job that I have to make sure I work on a little bit outside of that too with Florida Hospital, but then I have veg time and then I have sleep. So it's, that's the one thing I'm trying to work on and, and, and manage in, in 2017, which is why I have this little number over here that's going to help me with scheduling. So, Alexa, hello? Hi there. So, I, I'm going to work on calendaring and scheduling more things to keep myself more organized. Once I don't have to worry about juggling two jobs. So, recently just also had the... The uh, pre-BlizzCon and post-BlizzCon specials. Those are online as well. Speaking of, of Brutal, I sat down with Brutal and Laura Lanya 
and we talked about the pre-BlizzCon stuff. You get to go back and if you want to listen to that episode again and see what we got wrong, what we got right. That'd be kind of fun. That was a fun episode, though. We chit-chatted and hung out for like two hours. And then I had the post-BlizzCon show, of course, with with uh, Preach Ghost and Novel. The three of these nerds. Novel, you get to see him drinking out of an, basically a measuring cup for his tea. What a dork. But that was a fun episode. I've done these multiple times, because if you if you go back, if you go, if you go way back. YouTube only loads so many videos at a time. I don't even know if I can do this. Yeah, we're getting there. We're getting there. Just gotta get through all the Legion stuff. Because you gotta go 12 months back. We're going. We're going. Oh, that's a bit of a... Hmm. What are these? So these were never released. All my parts of Undertale that I played way back in the day. I never released these. Because I wasn't super happy with them. I don't know. Maybe I will put them up as unlisted and put the links in Discord. A kind gesture. Excuse me? Who was that? I can't see donations. Twitch alerts, help me. Who was that? Oh. <gasps> The Winter- Winter Night Harry Dresden! Five dollars! Final Stash Hypu. So you're, you're getting ahead of me right there, Harry. I had a question about that. Uh, yeah, I did the Brutal Novel Coltrane, the, uh, the Christmas special last year. Where was the- there's Bajira and Jen. There it is. The 2015 post-BlizzCon special here with- with Novel Preacher and Ghosty as well. This is one of my favorite photoshops of all time. This Photoshop is too strong. Novel looks like he's kissing Ghosty's forehead and he's going in for a good necking. And then I had the pre-2015 show with Bellular and Asmongold. So, those are good shows last year. Had a lot of fun with that. So much Bay's Adventure. Ah! Goodness me. And then of course the 2015 shows are all down here. But, it's fun to look back at YouTube and see how your, uh, how thumbnail art evolves. Those are interesting. Hey, you guys remember challenge modes? <laughs> These are nice thumbnails, though. What are challenge modes? Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. All this old stuff. Undertale stuff is back here that I still haven't released yet. Did loot box openings from the beta for Overwatch. So many videos. So many videos. But I'll have to go soon. It's getting really late. I have my programming exam tomorrow. Wish me luck. Also, I'd love to see your take on Undertale. Well, I streamed the whole game. I did the neutral playthrough of Undertale already. That's why I'm suggesting, you know, obviously I need to do a pacifist playthrough and then a uh, murder, kill death spree playthrough. But I don't know when I would do those because those take multiple nights. But again, that's the whole point of trying to weave in other games on stream. So yeah, it's been a year, Vico. It's been a year. You should occasionally have a Sunday show on Saturday. I've never had a live show, the main Final Boss TV show you're sitting listening to now, on Saturday. I never ever have. Because it's just, as a, my scheduling doesn't work out for it because normally Saturday is my day off. I suppose there would be an extreme circumstance to make the scheduling push forward to a different day. I don't know. It's a possibility. But it'll have to be a certain show. Are you, are you hint hinting because of you need to be on a show on Saturday, Bink, because it's your Sunday? 
So we'll see. So other things that happened this year, obviously you see all the new art on the channel. So I started working with, oh gosh, which one is, there we go. Started working with Tutron for art stuff this year. If you have not seen the, go to my store real quick here. Oh, it logged me out. Cool. Why would you do that? Uh, no, I want to go to my store, please. Thank you. We launched the Xavius shirt this year. I had different artists, of course. We launched the the two Hellfire ones, the Hellfire and the Black Cane ones for Method. We are working on once the holiday season's over, which sucks that it's so delayed because of holidays. But we'll make one for Mythic Helia just for fun. But Tutron is the new artist I'm working with, or or Jingletrons. He was drunk last night. He has some stupid drunk tweets on his on his page. But Tutron and I put together this this crazy thing. Which I think came out really well. It's a much better shirt than the other designs in a way that it integrates with the shirt a little better. But I like the... Oh, I saw base password. It's asterisks. Yeah, exactly. But this is a lot of fun to make. Uh, the Helios shirt will be somewhere in a vein that looks more of like a fantasy shirt. And if you didn't see, of course, two, so I don't have to plug it directly in a different part of the show. DBH just put up a huge new Krampus. The Krampus sale right now because of Christmas time. So everything is currently free worldwide shipping on apparel. And then 10% off everything, 15% off over 50 and 20% off over $75 spent. So that's a little ridiculous. If you ever wanted to, to buy a shirt or a hoodie or a tank top or anything and support the show, then here's your chance because this is a ridiculous sale. I mean, a hoodie and a shirt is already in the 15% off range, and then it's free worldwide shipping. And I know many of you are in Europe or in places abroad, Australia, for example, so shipping could be a nightmare. It's almost as much as the half of the shirt sometimes. So that's a huge deal right now. Link, of course, down below the stream. But that's, that's definitely a thing. Bounce back over here. And Tutron and I have more stuff planned. We have some non-WOW shirts. We have at least two. It's the same design, but it's flipped, I guess is the best way to say it. It's it's inspired by World of Warcraft, but it's much more of my first design attempt with him, of course, doing all the art and me just, you know, brain diarrhea. A brain confetti. To discuss and, and figure out and produce this design. So I, I want to make other things that are just, just for nerds, gamers, whatever. So, it's the first apparel piece that will be very, very different from anything else we've made. And that's for 2017 early. He's currently moving and then holiday, so he's busy right now. But we will definitely look on that in the future. So look forward to those. If you don't like the WoW theme stuff, but you like his art, we have some things on the horizon for sure. And of course, we'll keep moving forward with the world first designs. Cause I like to just have them as sort of like little milestones, little little road markers along this path we're going. So international shipping is cheaper than domestic half the time. I made it that way. Well, I had people saying that they were trying to get something to uh EU Sage, and it was like eight bucks. So maybe something has changed since you've flip-flopped on different company stuff now, but for what I've heard, I mean, it depends. 
because of the shipping places now are all over the place. I, I'm not sure. But it's a lot to save for sure. It's a really good, good little push there if you if you wanted to. If you buy apparel, it does show up on the stream. So it does. Uh, Grizzle, the Hunter show had to be moved back to next Sunday due to scheduling issues. So I'm doing a sort of Q&A wrap up show thing. There needs to be a gray shirt with the Gunner-esque glasses. Well, I don't know if I can do that because these glasses are not mine to own. They're Gunner's. Permission? I don't know. Another artist that I used to work with a lot, of course, was Wemo, this nerd. So Wemo now works for Blizzard. He is part of the community art team. He does a lot of art for Diablo and lots of other things. He actually was responsible for some of the art you saw during the BlizzCon 2016 time. So Wemo does no longer he can no longer take commission work and freelance work because it's not possible. But he was responsible for the ridiculous amount of art that was seen on the channel for the beta period. And even the, the channel rework stuff, the, the logo right here next to me, not the actual text, but everything else he put together. The background characters, like Ragnaros and Arthas from my website, right? The background characters that are that are right here on the website, Arthas and Ragnaros, they are made by a different artist, but that's artwork that I also own. So those were made by Steven. Uh, and Wemo, though, if you're people have asked me about Wemo and why he doesn't make any stuff anymore or whatever, because he's a turbo nerd and works for Blizzard now, who's currently in Vegas. So that's why he is no longer really working around here. And then, of course, if you remember, Fabelina and I have done a lot of stuff in the past. I have poked Fabelina about doing some more in the future. But that depends on... She's taking classes soon. So... There are plans that we could maybe do something in the future. Because we've learned a lot from the ones that we have put together. But she has art classes to do now. She's going to take some art classes and hone her craft. Even though her art is just ridiculous regardless. Have you not seen these silly fairy Overwatch characters? <laughs> but so she's going to class for... Cat! There's her tweet. So, the last day of commissions, and she's going to take art classes for the first time ever. So, that's what she's going to be up to lately. So, she's going to be busy with all that. So, hopefully, we'll get to do something in the future with her. And then, if you are new to the channel or whatnot, and don't know where all these emotes have come from, like, all of these right here I'm putting in chat now, like, that, which was unintentional to make... <laughs> The, the Begar and the Becha, a uh, Chogal reference, but these were all made by Doodle Meg or Dirt Mage Nev. She goes by Nev, but she's Meg on, on Twitter and her art is phenomenal. So she put together all these emotes. There are over about, there are about 30 in total reworks of old ones or brand new ones. And only can some, only so many can be present on the channel. As you gain more subscribers on Twitch TV, you unlock more. It's like a XP bar behind the scenes. So at 500, we unlocked five more, giving us 15 total, which are currently all locked in on the website. The only current emote that is actually not hers is the final thump, which was made by an artist that I had from last year, which is the crying Deathwing face, which... I think is one of the most underused ones. We might make a different thump there as well. 
So Meg and I might make some more things in the future, but she did all of the work as well. So if you want to bop her on Twitter and say how awesome all these emarts are, then these emarts, these emotes are, then please go do so. But all the emotes that are currently available, I said they were going to be in a package. All the high res, the larger ones, not the emote size ones. So those are going to be packaged up as sort of a Christmas present. If you like to use them on social media or wherever else or in Discord, they're obviously my face, so you can't like steal them. And they're obviously her art because I'm openly saying that they're her art right now. So you, again, you can't really steal them, I guess. Um, all of those emotes, all nearly 30 of them, will be packaged up and posted on my Patreon page for like a Christmas present. They will be for all patrons, so $2 or more locks you in at the lowest Patreon tier. And that'll be there'll be a download link for you to pick those up and you can use them wherever you'd like. So you should package them for that emoji add-on. Oh, the one for WoW? Hmm. <gasps> that would be interesting. Do I have to talk to one of the developers about that? To get them in that add-on? Who do I talk to about that? That would be interesting. Uh, emoji, wow, add-on, my emotes. But that would be interesting to talk to whoever I need to talk to for that. I think my guild is using that nonsense right now, and they're posting a whole bunch of Twitch emotes in chat all the time, in-game. So, took you forever to figure out what the thump was. It's just a crying Deathwing face. Yeah, it's Deathwing, he's crying. No idea what they're on Reddit. Okay, uh, emotes, check Reddit. Okay. My brothers are using it, but I don't. That would be neat. I could try that, sure. And uh, Tachinori asks, how long does it usually take uh, Usually take to make a shirt? I bought one and haven't received it. Oh, take to get a shirt. And they, the shipping depends on where you're from, but R4 ordered a shirt on Monday and got it Wednesday. So I guess it depends on what kind of shipping you did and where you are. But it should take between two to no more than five days to get a shirt. You should have an email confirmation and stuff like that on where, where it is and stuff like that. I don't know if you can track it, but you can definitely see um, your order. But no more than five days, I would assume. Because R4 got one in two days. So, should be there. A holiday shipping right now can be a little bit crazy, I guess, but... Depending on shipping, they don't they don't do over the weekends, I would assume. People don't work on the weekends, but all the emotes will be packaged up as uh, probably a Dropbox link. You can download all of them if you'd like to have them to get into using Discord or social media or whatever. And uh, I'll I'll talk about I'll, I'll see about that emoji add-on. That would be interesting. Hmm. I'll have to check. And then. You're trying to join the Discord server, but Patreon won't do it. I haven't tested out the uh, Discord reward on Patreon yet. I think it works just fine, because I definitely have new people from Patreon that can join the Discord server. If you can't join uh, through that fast, you can always just join on the link here on the channel guide. You just click this little link right here above my head, and you can join that way too. That's very possible. That's a easy way to join as well if the Patreon integration doesn't work. But all the tiers ha should have Patreon 
locked in as well, I believe. So the last person I wanted to bring up real quick here that worked on the channel as well was uh, Chris Kukla. I think I pronounced his last name right. Uh, Chris, which is website's getting cut off a little bit at the top there. His name is too tall. He, uh, he was responsible for working with me for two months back and forth. Our email chain, I think, is like 52 emails long. He was responsible for putting together all of the resub and sub sounds on the channel now, too. There are some tweaks to be had shortly. There's a couple of them that need a little bit of a tweaking. But he made the new sub. And then there are brackets. I'll go over to Twitch Alerts real quick here and show you. There are brackets for all of these. For subscriptions. So there's the new sub sound. And then there are variations for 2 to 11. Then 1 year. And then 13 to 23. And then 2 years. And then 25 to 35. And then 3 years. And then there'll be one for 36 to 47. And then there'll be one for 4 years. Uh, in the same time period. And they upgrade as they go forward. So as you resub and subscribe for longer we go from like 8-bit to 16 to 32-bit to 64-bit the five-year resub sound is like an orchestra playing it's ridiculously cool so we put those all together those are from chris chris k chris kukla and um We'll probably work together more in the future here and make some more more stuff but he is awesome he has all of his different music on his website as well you can go check all of this out he has oh goodness he has chiptunes and retro stuff he has quite a bit of random music here what we got here retro stuff too yeah he's got a lot of different music if you're into that kind of stuff you can go check his things out uh he's his name will definitely be integrated into the channel guy a little more with the uh, with his information so, he's a lot of fun to work with. We'll definitely work on some more stuff in the future. But those are sort of the, the updates to who I've been working with all this year, which has been pretty wild. I do want to take a moment real quick here. I already plugged the DBH sales right now, of course. But uh, those are going to be the better ways right now during the holidays between Twitch and DBH. So I wanted to give a shout out real quick, of course, to Truffles, Death Scythe, Death Scythe Pally, and uh, Ludovicus. Thank you very much for being assistant producers of the show. Those are the ones that are supporting what I do here at more than $100 a month. Erdwin was my first and recently had to remove their big pledge and still is a patron, but thank you very much for your support for a very long time. It's incredibly generous not to, dim, you know, to put down anyone and make your contributions less, but this is a huge help. So thank you all for, for doing that for as long as you have on, on Patreon. It's just, it's just wild that anyone would give me a hundred bucks a month. Like, directly. It's just... Pfft, so ridiculous. You ordered your shirt December 6th? So you should have it... Now? Probably by tomorrow. It might be there tomorrow. It should have been there Friday. Hmm. Very strange. Yeah. I don't know where you live, of course, so that could be a thing, but... I'm not actually sure. But, Preach, thank you for the auto-host, buddy... 
uh, and Svart. Are you going to stay with the Enhancement Shaman in the next patch? Of course, I am. Yep. Enhancement is getting better and different. It's giving us other builds in 715, so I'm looking forward to that. And what's your opinion about Windwalker Monks in the next patch? No opinion. I don't know what's changing. I know there's problems with uh, Stormworth and Fire, and they're trying to fix that slash just buff it. So that's interesting. But Windwalker Monks are insane. They have really good AoE. It's ridiculous. So, yeah, they're going to be better in PvE Mythic Plus and Raids, or they're going to be worst. There really is no one bad right now, Svart. The only were the only bad DPS is like survival hunters. They're probably the least represented spec in the game right now, and the I would say weakest. They have crazy bursty-ish AOE, and their their single target is okay, but they're getting a lot of of boosts in the patch. But Windwalker aren't bad. Yeah, they're but they buffed SEF at their nerfing Serenity. That's fair. Serenity is probably too strong for burst, and that's like all they really have. So they're trying to probably move damage away from just that. But yeah, I'll be still enhancement in the patch. There's no reason to change. It's strong. It's getting updates. So yeah. And which other WoW channels do you follow regularly on YouTube? Well, they're listed right here on the channel guide, actually. So I, mean, I frequent Brutal Stream. He's my friend of mine, but then Novel, Fat Boss, Preach Gaming, Nixie Bellular, and then Laura Lanya, Tia. She plays Heroes of the Storm. But those are those are my uh, my go-tos. I don't know who I'm watching my sub to. Can you see who you're sub to on your channel? I don't know. What's my subscription tab look like right now on YouTube? So, oh yeah, Northern Lion for sure. So Northern Lion, Jesse Cox, Puddle Biscuit, Preach, Sam and Nico and Corridor Digital, Spazzy. Then I had like Marco Style and Skill Up for division coverage. But NL for sure. Of course, Crendor and Dodger, the Doog. And then there's Noble. Yeah, that's about it. Asmund Gold's in here. I watch some of his videos sometimes if he has big talking head pieces that are interesting. Carbot Animations, Bellyler's here. And of course, Good Mythical Morning. Again, Northern Lion. I watch so many of his videos. Let me just show this off on stream. I really do enjoy his stuff. Uh, YouTube is weird now that they have like a little red bar underneath the videos you watch. But I do frequent quite a lot of his stuff. Not WoW related at all. So... He does play Hearthstone now on stream, uh, on a new series of Hearthstone. But, yeah, I do enjoy NL. But, WoW channels, though, definitely Bellular, Preach, Noble, Nixium. Yeah, by link, I link my, a couple of my favorited, you know, links right down here in the channel guide. boop boop So you can check those out if you'd like. So, plans moving forward, which we've kind of talked about here and there is that currently, if you aren't aware, I still work a job at Florida Hospital, intermittently. And I juggle those responsibilities, those meetings, those videos, those those shoots, those video shoots, those photography sessions. Those are hopefully all going to be done 
by early to mid January 2017, and then I'll be going full time just Final Boss TV, just YouTube, Twitch, etc. That's the goal. There's a lot of little projects to finish up. There's two more big videos to do, but uh, physically, just because of the time investment with trying to juggle, I realize that it's just not a healthy thing. So I need to stop juggling two jobs. So hopefully that happens in early 2017 and we can just move forward with the channel and the shows and other videos and other interviews and things like that because it's really painful sometimes when I know I want to, I got to stream for six, seven hours and then I have, you know, just other stuff to do and then I've got, well, I've got me an hour or two of editing to do today. It's never that serious every time, but it is very draining to juggle. And I have been now for a very long time. So I think I'm at enough of a point where I can hopefully just move past that and not have to work for the hospital any longer. Because it's just sleep schedule. I'm not getting any thinner. And I would love to get more healthy and focus on one thing. And it's funny you bring that up, ShamWow. That's actually the next point on my list here. So, War Crimes. Nava brought it up yesterday on the stream. War Crimes was an incredibly... Incredibly... Where is my page here? I don't know if I even have the... I mean, the video manager. Let's see. I don't even know where that... That is on my channel or how far back that is playlists. Let me see. The trailer very much exists. What did I put that in? Is it in base takes? What did I put that in anyway? I don't even know where I, where is that? War crimes. No playlist selected. So videos, war crimes. Like, oh my God. <laughs> Why is there? Yeah, there it is. So this was definitely, yeah, I put, I put a note down there that the project's currently on hold. So I don't, I really want to make this a thing, but the problem with this is cost. And I currently just can't pay for it. Have you ever wanted to rewrite history? To go back, fix mistakes, do it better. What if it were possible to shape and mold time as you would a ball of clay? What possibilities await? What new worlds could we create. So we originally tried to plan this that I would actually have this done because of how the work was going in 2016 for BlizzCon. And the problem with it is should probably recruit. Recruit what? There are like 30 people or so that are rostered to help us out with the project. 
that's that there are people that were helping us. I had four animators, over a dozen voice artists, three or four people for sound. I had script writing assistance from th from two people. Of course, I had Nobel and Latomi involved. It it's a lot of that I can't pay for it. Oh, you mean for his guild after the project? Oh, I was missing a conversation there. But yeah, just to put it in perspective, there's a lot of people involved in the project. There were. The issue again is just money. Like the early estimates that I was putting forth because of everything involved, it was between twelve and fifteen thousand dollars. And I don't, I don't have the income for that. Like if I had Jesse Cox money to throw away at an esports team for Heroes of the Storm, then sure, why not? So I think it's a project that has a lot of groundwork laid. We have tons of concept art. We have plot points. We have episode layouts. We have scripting for at least the first episode, uh, the pilot, episode zero, essentially, because it's 10 episodes. And um, a lot of work laid, but there's no way for me to work on this right now just because I don't have the, the resources available to me. And... Uh, Altaholic, I don't know if I can really kickstart it, because if I kickstarted it and actually got the income for it, then how do I then juggle working on it, but also still do things that pay my bills? YouTube, Twitch, etc. So, I'm not actually sure. I think it all has to just come in time with being successful enough overall with Final Boss TV to actually be able to just add it in as an extra thing to do every week, but it doesn't actually impact the flow of what I normally would do. Because if I don't have to work at Florida Hospital anymore, and I have enough income and means to survive through all the means, through Patreon, through affiliates, through Twitch, through YouTube, then I would just be able to, yeah, kind of what Ken says, I would just, my income would then just flow into the project and I would just work on it organically. The biggest problem that, that pit stopped the program uh, pissed off the project was the program we were making, which was the WoW 3D tool. Many of you may have known that it's in limbo right now. The developer that was working on it sort of just got paid for what was at the point of where they got paid. There's a lot of stuff that was done, but much that wasn't done. We were essentially making the huge upgrade for the, the Warcraft model viewer because the model viewer is kind of archaic. It works, but it does not do what, like, a, it's, it takes Skype and compare it to Discord, right? Skype is just old. It's antiquated. Now look at Discord or the Curse app, both leaps and bounds into the future. And that was the goal with the WoW 3D tool. It would actually work with Heroes of the Storm and Overwatch as well. But the developer just kind of like, poof. So if there are any code monkeys out there, that want to contact me about interest to work on the project. It's all still open source. It would have been, it would have been free to distribute when it's done. Hi, Dirtbox. He threw confetti all over my war crimes. But Dirtbox, thank you for the four months in a row. Hoping you've seen this Snickers. I have not, but if you are interested, if you are a coder 
or an animator or are familiar with the, I don't know what language it was all written in originally. We could, of course, communicate that back and forth. It's available to be worked on. And if you want to be involved in, in finishing this, then let me know. Because it's hard for me to find, it's hard, it's hard to, for me to find people to work on the project. And that cow-headed guy, how is your head, cow-head? Is it okay being a cow's head? Butts, butts, all the butts. Thank you for the 11 months in a row, cow-head. I appreciate it. Both of you, thank you very much. So we'll see. It's on hold. I want to make it happen. I kicked around other ideas about making it a, like the Harbinger series, that sort of 2.5D kind of show and not make it Machinima because the biggest problem with Machinima is I want to make it what Taron Gregory does. I want it to be that level of animation quality. And he has a small team, but they're all so good at what they do. And they have their own Machinima tools that are in-house that they get to use. They're not public. I wish Blizzard made a Machinima tool for, like, Wildstar has a Machinima tool, doesn't it? And doesn't, like, Terra have something? Maybe they have something in-game, I don't know, maybe outside of game. I wish WoW would have their more, the tools more open. It has come to my attention that the Source Filmmaker also might be a way to make this happen. Because if you haven't seen any of the awkward Source Filmmaker stuff, non-adult or adult-oriented online there, there is some ridiculous stuff out there. I mean, I've seen tons of awkward TF2 and um, uh, those like short, stupid gift videos of like the heavy, you know, with the head spinning around in circles. Those are made in Source Filmmaker. So I, I wonder if that would be the answer to make war crimes a thing. If we could use Source Filmmaker to, to have that happen. But I, the fidelity isn't the same as hand editing in you know, After Effects, Maya, 3DS Max kind of stuff. So that's the problem with War Crimes is that I want it to be not stock animation machinima. And making 10 episodes, episode 1 and episode 9 being roughly 15 minutes, and episodes in between that being around 10, the animation has to be good the whole way through. So... It is tough to make that happen. So it's a big update. It's definitely still on my mind. I've worked a ton on this already. I don't want to like let it go away, but it's definitely a project that takes more time to put together than I originally thought, which goes back to my whole, I, I want to do more, but I only do so much and I usually bite off more than I can chew. But we'll see how that works out in the future. But... There are things that I wanted to bring up about, and these have a little more question Q&A back and forth with you guys. How to help me keep doing what I'm doing and keep making the show. And the one little bit that I wanted to tease, and I have a couple times before, and I talk, started talking about this at BlizzCon, was the the micro interviews. The, the bite-sized Final Boss TV podcast, which would be a one-on-one -on -one interview with a player for WoW about one spec and we would get into the nitty-gritty of stats, rotations, openers, those kind of things. Obviously only going to happen after 2017 and after 715 is out. 
because I cannot make any of these right now because it all just suddenly flies away. It's gone forever. And these shows would be 15 to 20 minutes long. They, I don't think they would be talking head oriented. They would be like B-roll focused to show off what we're talking about on screen with some like graphs and stuff like that. So we'll have to see how that works out. But that's one of the things I want to do in the coming year is those sort of micro interview short shows. Now, of course, that means that's 36 individual shows. It already takes me nine to 10 months to do the actual big shows on Sunday, the two hour long interview discussion podcasts. So I have no idea the timeline for those because I don't know yet how it's going to feel to not have to worry about Florida hospital while I juggle all these things. But the goal would be to do like one a week, like one major show a week and then one micro episode a week. There are different launch days because those would be only a YouTube video. And then of course the, those will not be live streamed. They're a packaged product plopped on YouTube. And of course the live show is on Sunday here on Twitch. And then it goes up on YouTube on Monday and then iTunes, Stitcher, Google play RSS feed on Tuesday. So those videos will probably come out on like Friday because that would be like a weekend thing. You get off work on Friday, there's a little micro interview for you. Might be a spec you're looking at, might not. I also don't know if the specs would be congruent in a way that it would be like rogue, 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 mage, 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 warlock, 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 hunter, hunter, hunter. I think it'd be more sporadic. It would definitely be a little more uh, loop-de-loopy, I suppose. Again, if you have thoughts and ideas about this kind of video, then let me know. So do a Holy and Dispriest talk uh, show and I'll love you forever. Oh, of course. I mean, I'll be interviewing every single class spec combination. If you look back on my channel guide, you can go all the way back to Warlord stuff from 20, 2015. And we interview everything. I, I do. I did all the catch-up shows as well. But yeah, we do all the breakdowns. So Arms Fury, right? All the healers get their own. Miss Weaver, Restoration, Holy Disc, Resto Shaman, Holy Paladin. These all get done. But it just takes, to get through one junket of this, it takes somewhere in the ballpark of 9 to 10 months. So it just takes time. And there's no schedule I can give you because, again, like today was supposed to be Hunters, but it's not Hunters, it's me. So just a really quick catch-up episode, maybe like 20 or 30 minutes max would be really nice. I'm aiming around 20 minutes, yeah, Gara, About 20 minutes. And what's the difference between the micro interviews and what you're currently doing? You already do class spec interviews and they seem to be detailed as it is. Can you realistically go deeper for micro stuff? Yeah. We don't talk about rotations on the live show. We don't talk about all the different parts of how stats work and how, like, where your BIS gear comes from and every, like, how you're supposed to gear in Legion. We don't talk about openers and how you would open on a boss. We don't talk about how you might deal with AOE or cleave in different, different situations or how you do a pure single target, right? Like really needy gritty topics that could be a big topic or a very small one. Depends on the spec that we're talking about. Because the live show is, you know, two guests, maybe three, and it's a lot more discussionary topics, big broad things. Whereas the little, the micro bite-sized episodes would be very, very honed in on certain things. So you kind of put the two together, right? So for the Rogue show, you'd have the two-hour Rogue discussion video. 
and then you'd have three small videos as well. You can kind of like plop those all together. And of course, I'd have a new page on the Google document, you know, organizing all of that for you as well. Don't worry about that. I really enjoy trying to keep everything really organized. It, it helps me stay organized too for scheduling. If I have this huge Google document that you can list through that has, you know, dates, patch notes, episode links, you know, who the guests are, etc. All posted up for you as well. So that's, that'll be available. Don't worry about that. But that will be the difference in those episodes. Um, it'd be nice to do micro interviews with Blizz devs too, not just devs, but engineers, CMs. That is interesting to talk about now due to the fact that Blizzard does their own Q&As. The ones with lore. So I don't know. I would love to sit down with Celestalon or a systems designer or Crafticus for the, you know, or, or items team or an art person like Chris Robinson and talk about their parts. But it's very difficult to get them on the show, A, because they work all the time and B, because they have their own Q&A now. But uh, maybe it's tough because they're, they seem to lock that down because I've had dev interviews before. I've had four, one at BlizzCon last year and then three before. And looking back on the style of those shows, I, I one of them is definitely not very good. Two of them are okay, but I don't know. Those are tough to, to get to put together now due to the fact that they aren't, they're doing their own thing. So we'll see. But briefly going over the, a big change on YouTube right now. For those of you that watch YouTube, that are on YouTube right now, hello. So YouTube has changed something. And supporting a channel that you enjoy is a little different now. So I think an art or back-end person would be really cool to interview. Supplement what Blizzard has done. You know, it doesn't seem... Um, they don't seem to want to do that kind of thing. It depends. For sure. It definitely depends. And that level of detail would seem to overlap videos in the channel of your guests where you would find... find That level of detail would seem to overlap videos on the channel of your guests where you would find... find I don't know if they'd overlap. They're just different. They're just different. And Invictus, of course. I'll have a DK interview. We'll have a Blood and we'll have Frost on Holy. It just takes time. So I only do one show a week. You know, up to three to four shows a month. So, I think spec popularity would play a factor in the order of videos. Maybe, Zaylin, I'm not sure exactly though, because again, it depends on scheduling of that time with the guest, putting together the show, then of course recording the show and making the B-roll for it as well. So we'll see. Can I interview Lore? Maybe. I don't know. Possibly? Who knows? Didn't they do that with one time with the barrels animator guy in D3? That was really neat. I think those are really awesome because those are the things you don't usually hear about all the time. I spoke to one of the uh, uh, system engineers at the Legion Summit earlier this year. And he his job was RAM, random access memory, RAM optimization. And he told me that there are still so many people that play the game that are playing on Windows XP. A lot of it comes from uh, like China, Korea and the internet cafes. Windows XP can only accept two gigs of RAM. 
So they had to optimize Legion to run on a 2 gig RAM system, which essentially means they had to do it on about 1 gig because the other part is using with the OS. So he was talking to me about how all these different people have all these different parts of the puzzle and how it's it's mind-blowing that these guys are just actual just hardware and code wizards to get the game to work behind the scenes, which you would never think about on like the player level. But there's so much else that goes into it's wild. Exactly. Yeah, people still use that old operating system to play the game. But there are like 30 people on those teams that work on the systems team. Just background that work on getting the game just to work. It's crazy. It is a really crazy to think about. So, who are the Hunter guests? Hunter guests next week is uh, Noga? Nuga? Noga? The Hunter in Method. And Kenny Loggins from Midwinter. I'll have to poke them both after the show today to make sure that they know the 7.1 changes and that they have together combined knowledge of Survival Hunter because both of them play Marksman BM. They don't play Survival, so I'll talk about that. So back to YouTube though. Ads aren't... Ads are definitely a way that you support a broadcaster, right? Watching my ads on YouTube are important, but a huge thing about every video is that they now really are looking at comments and likes. There's a whole lot more in this rabbit hole of nonsense with, with YouTube, but if you enjoy one of my videos on YouTube, hit the like button. It's really simple, helps out a ton, because YouTube looks at that. It's part of the algorithm. And if you have a question on a video, or any comment on it, take 10 extra seconds, and leave a comment on the video. Because that counts as interaction with that video and that content producer, that nerd, that you enjoy their stuff. If videos get posted and get tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of views, but their, their likes are so low, or their comments are so low, those videos don't get as much traction on YouTube anymore. Because those are sort of like dumb viral videos they don't care about. They want videos that actually have impact, that have uh, positive feedback behind, that have interactions with, with people in the comment section. So, not skipping ads if they're short, for sure. Yeah, if you skip an ad after five seconds, Bay doesn't get any of the couple of cent revenue for that video. Very true. Don't watch, I'm not telling you to watch those stupid three-minute or like hour-long ads. Skip that nonsense for sure. But ad revenue helps, but liking videos and commenting is not just some nonsense like, like, comment, favorite, subscribe, right? That is, that is how YouTube works. They want to see videos that are actually interacting with their viewers. That's incredibly helpful. So do that going forward or in the past, whatever you'd like to do. It really helps out a lot, and it takes 30 seconds to hit the like button and leave a comment, like, Bay's beard looks stupid. It's fine. Left the comment, hit the like button, good to go. Move on. Sometimes I actually comment or like videos just while they're playing. Going back to, like, Northern Lion, Novel Preacher, I like their videos, like, when they pop up. 
So it's really, really important. That helps out a lot. But do you have any suggestions? Open the floor, Flora here. If, if you have suggestions, of course, if you're listening to all this on YouTube, leave me a comment. If you're right here right now, uh, let me know. Do you have ideas of what sorts of videos or coverage you would like to see me procure on YouTube next year? What would you like to see on YouTube? And why not Roger Brown on The Hunter Show? Because Roger suggested and referred me to his other hunter, Noga, in Method. He wants him to be on the show. So Roger gave me him as a, as a guest. So yeah, that's, that's why no Roger. And Roger was, was just on the show for the Method interview anyway. So having him right back on the show would be kind of strange. So he suggested one of his other really good hunters in the guild. So but yeah, what sort of coverage? We've talked about like multiplayer games and stuff like that, but... Now, on uh, on Twitch TV, obviously subscribing is really important. It's about the only way you can really support the channel is subscribing. Watching the ads I play randomly before or after the shows or randomly on the broadcast is super helpful as well. I'm not going to like plug you to Twitch Prime, but I have Twitch Prime and YouTube Red. And if you have the disposable income for both of those, you can just turn ad block off on YouTube as a whole and Twitch as a whole. And you never see ads because you have Twitch Prime and um, YouTube Red. But because you have those services, if you technically were to see an ad, ad revenue goes to that broadcaster. And I th it's so refreshing to watch YouTube now and know that I'm supporting the people that I like to watch. Eternal Jester. You calm down with that. 1145 bits, all the butt bits, well, all the ones that I have. Wow. Eternal Jester, thank you very much for the bits. Holy crap. That's wild. Thank you so much. Sometimes I don't know what to comment, but want to help the creator, I just say financial support <laughs> comment. That works. That'd be fun. Do we get hashtag financial support comments on all my YouTube videos, please? Uh, YouTube are not worth the money. It depends on how much YouTube you watch. Because I watch a lot of YouTube. And I know that I'm supporting the people that I'm watching without having to watch the ads before and after videos. I don't use the other service, which is the the music service they have that rolls into YouTube Red. But I'm basically rolling up some subscriber money back into Twitch and back into YouTube because I'm on Twitch and I'm on YouTube. Right? I'm supporting and, and helping make sure, at least in my little way, from my perspective, support the platforms that, yeah, Google Play Music with it, exactly. So if you want to use the service, you can. My podcast is on Google Play Music. You just go, I even know, what do you do? Uh, Google Play Music Final Boss TV. Uh, it brings up Google Play Music. But if you look up Final Boss TV, and there I am. There are some videos it brings up. It brings up on my own, actually. Interesting. That's actually tied to it. Strange. But yeah, here, here am I. I'm right there on Google Play Music. All the podcasts are. Well, up to the point where I actually integrated the RSS feed. So not every single episode. Yeah, 29. But, wow, these broke. The comments broke. Strange. So yeah, they're all here. 
These are free though, right? You can just hit subscribe on Google Play Music and you can have, you know, on your phone or whatever. So, yeah, the show is on Google Play Music for sure. Also, it has, it doesn't have Final Boss TV for some reason when it pulled information from a website. All it does is pull things from the RSS feed, right? This is Stitcher. This is the RSS feed right here, the live podcast. And we're also on iTunes as well because I integrated that to the website as well. Whatever I put on the website goes to those channels. So... Uh, that's that's a that's a plus right there, Roderick. Sure. <laughs> it's it's asterisk hot good, nice. Background play is nice, and no ads on mobile is also nice. Oh, mobile ads are the worst. Oh, they're so bad because they're so loud, and they try to like max the quality, so it normally like lags your phone and it buffers the stupid ad, and it just slows down your video watching. So sure. We like to see hot topics of the week in WoW type videos with other YouTubers or streamers. Good way to cross promote. Hmm. That would be an interesting thing to try to get together. The problem is that that would, it's tough because of, you want to make sure it doesn't sound like you're just whining and bitching about World of Warcraft. I was thinking about making weekly talking head videos about uh, like the state of things. So like I'd make a video that was really short, right to the point. It would say you know, what the world boss bosses were. It would remind you of certain things. It could maybe talk about some things that are found, uh, like what the weekly quests are, remind you to get your coins. Just like a little bite-sized like weekly reset video. I was thinking about doing that. I don't actually know if that would A be a strenuous, arduous process to do every Tuesday, or be, be, um, be worth it? But I'm not sure. Apparently part of the YouTube nonsense right now, too, is they're looking for consistent and often uploads now, too. And my YouTube is very intermittent, because it's kind of like an archive, because the show goes up there, and then that's like it, right? The show goes up there, boss kill videos go up there from the channel, and then... I guess the base adventure series, which is very intermittent as it is anyway, because I don't want to record base adventure without uh, other people. So, and I guess the same thing too. The base adventure series, would you like to see it stay here as the storm? Probably work in Overwatch in there somewhere again. But would you like to see it do other games that are on Blizzard games? That could be an adventure style game. If you have suggestions, let me let me know. The podcast section of Google Play Music is not available in Australia? That seems weird. Really? That's super awkward. Wow. That's... Hmm. And Gara, to expand on my previous comment, short videos similar to your Pawn and SimSea videos would be nice. Nitty gritty things like how to use logs to get better and small interviews about how to lead a raid team or run a guild. Hmm. So... Word Up and I are going to be making one, if not two, videos for Enhancement Shamans after 715. I would love to make more guide-style videos. Uh, more guide. Because if you haven't seen how well my pawn video has been on YouTube, it's one of my most watched videos recently. More guide-style videos a la the pawn sim C video. Uh, let's see how, whoa, 
how to use Warcraft logs. Oops, just moving my suggestions down here. The cooking suggestion is so funny. Uh, expand it to Mass Effect 3. Hmm. Mass Effect Adventures multiplayer. How about like Dragon Age Adventures 2? Because that has the multiplayer in it as well. Dragon Age Adventures multiplayer. Um, the ultimate adventure. Mass Effect is an adventure. Uh, if wow, if PewDiePie would delete his account, I don't know. I have no problem with PewDiePie, honestly. It's whatever. Has the channel kept you playing the game? Do you think you would have been subbed for as long without it? Has playing what? Playing World of Warcraft? Or I mean, yeah, of course. I raid and wow. I enjoy raiding and taking down bosses in World of Warcraft. Legion is the best expansion we've ever had in recent time. I would argue that it's really good. Wrath and Burning Crusade had awesome parts of it as well, but I think Legion... I wish World Quest would slow down a bit, and I wish the artifact system... Uh, sorry, the legendary system in Legion was not as shitty. But, yeah. Google Play Music isn't that great for podcasts anyway. I mean, that's why I'm on iTunes and Stitcher and my RSS feed. So, but I just synced up Google Play Music to my RSS, so it pulls the same information too. You can do anything, it's your adventure, we're just your companions. Hmm. I, the Beholder, is the ultimate adventure. Is that that horror shooter game? That's super twitchy and terrifying? That's where I think there's a lot of value. Would love to see videos on using logs to improve individual, etc. Um, let me see here. How to improve. What to look for. Hmm. Okay. That's good feedback. All right. Dark Souls Adventures? Ah, uh, yeah, I mean... The problem with that is I want to stream Dark Souls. I can't make YouTube videos of it and stream it. And I'm really not much of a Let's Play style gameplay person. Because even in my adventure series, all those videos are... Like, constant banter, discussion, some game analysis from my perspective, or I bring on a guest, and we're talking and riffing and bantering the whole episode, right? It's not a Let's Play like Jesse Cox does. I don't do that. I don't really watch many of those, so if I don't watch many of those, I don't do much of that myself, because I just don't know... I don't enjoy it to watch, so I wouldn't really enjoy making it to play. So that's the reason why it's tough for me to make those kind of videos. Uh, I'm not sure. Um, the Dark Souls adventures, again, could be, again, because I, I like the... I like the dynamic of those style adventures being multiplayer. So, maybe we could... I could do multiplayer shenanigans in Dark Souls? I don't know. I haven't played the game yet, so I can't... I can't imagine. When does 7.1.5 come out? Early January. Early, early January. My money is on the 10th of January, yeah. Well, quick tip style videos? Well, I had the one yesterday where I was talking about 
one of the most important things for a progression raider to understand and utilize is that ads are always more important than the boss. I don't know how I, would have, I, mean, you got, I could have a bunch of B-roll footage. See, shooting the footage for that is so strange. So, but yeah, that that's a thing. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Well, crypto style micro videos, such as the comments from stream about ads. Whoops. About ads before a boss. Hmm. Yeah, I've heard about Borderlands being a good multiplayer RPG experience. I don't know if I would play Borderlands, though. You just put up a recording of the stream on the... Well, I have some of those, Rib. I have stream VODs. I have some chunks that I know will be going on YouTube that I've done before. So, Twitch VODs are definitely a thing, for sure. A series of how to solve X problem using add-ons or UI. A lot of my guildies don't know why or how they use certain add-ons to solve simple problems. Uh, Add-on or UI solution slash suggestion video. Um, okay, like weak auras or something like that. Like how to use the dream phase on Xavius. How to use the dream phase on... Xavius for Max Deeps! Okay, those are kind of neat ideas. What's up, Nark? I hope it all works out for you and you don't get burned out while doing all the, this stuff. Well, it's less stuff to do. Because technically I'm not going to be juggling two jobs. I'll just be focusing on streaming and YouTube stuff. So... Uh, good night, Felani! Is it Felani? Good night. Yeah, I'm at time right now. I thought I'd only talked like an hour, but we're at two hours already, so we're at our normal time. It would just be intermittent different stuff, right? I demand you play and use face rig. Face rig streams. For the lulls. So that brings me back to Patreon, right? So there's an unlock on Patreon called Control Bay for a day. And this is something I didn't mention when I talk about Patreon, is that Currently, right now, there is there is support, right? I'm getting $790 a month right now from you nerds, you incredibly gracious 62 of you. The thing about Patreon and support and how this directly will give me the income and resources to do other things on stream, I'm going to be reworking Patreon in 2017. It will have monthly uh, designed by humans giveaways for free apparel based on what, what a current reward tier. And I'm going to be trying to make just a control bay for a day style stream have different unlocks because I want to do like cosplay streams, but I'd have to like buy parts of the cosplay to make it happen just for stupid nonsense. Well, I need to have the income disposable just to buy stupid crap on Patreon, right? Um... And that would be difficult to do without the support for it. So I want to make those interesting. Because right now the control bay for a day as we did before when it was active was Bastion. Right? And then a crazy multiplayer broadcast where we played a whole bunch of multiplayer games together. So I want to do more of that. But I want to make it have different unlock tiers besides just one. So that will be definitely happening. But... 
the biggest part of that Patreon is that it's cheaper than Twitch subscribing. And if like a couple hundred people just did $2, that goes a long way. That's what crowdfunding is, right? It's lots of people giving small amounts. That's how crowdfunding works. So that's how that's how that would impact the broadcast too. So uh, there'll be new stuff on there. I was thinking about making weekly like update vlogs that'll only be available for patrons. That'll be unlisted videos on YouTube. They might go in Discord as well. But those would be just kind of like how Crendor does the Crend cast or whatever. It's just little one-off just discussion videos. I was thinking about using something like that as well, just for for patrons. I was also thinking about doing, there was something else I have written on my giant whiteboard out in the front. I can't remember what it was. So, but we've got a couple of ideas here and some suggestions that came through. But do you have any suggestions on what things you'd like to see as rewards or tier unlocks on the Patreon page? Because those are things that I just never... I look at other people's Patreons, but they have like, you know, uh, like Core or Digital has, you can see their videos earlier, which I don't know how valuable that is, but they also have like tutorial videos that only patrons get, or they get shout outs on the channel for like their channel, right? For cross promotion, or I, I just don't know which ideas are good ones that I could amalgamate because I can't do things that take up too much extra time because I'm so reachable through Discord now. I don't, I don't think there needs to be a uh, monthly per, like meeting that I sit down and talk with people and voice because I'm just available. If I'm not broadcasting, I'm it's, it's there. You can always ask me questions all the time. So it's just, uh, well, we're talking random about suggestions for for things you'll get to see on YouTube or, or the, the channel. Stuff like that. So, if I keep subbed, do you think we could make a Snickers mode? Uh, I don't know, Dirtbox. I'm not sure. Don't do cosplay streams. Again, I like you. Enjoy your content. Don't do cosplay. Well, it's me just dressing up as nonsense. I dressed up as Alucard before because I have a full Alucard outfit. It's not anything crazy, but it would be like, you know, face paint and weird hats or, or something like that. It's not going to be anything ridiculous. I don't want to spend hundreds of dollars on these things, but it would be themed for, you know, the game, right? Or whatever I was, I was playing on the stream. It's not like me making or wearing or just talking about my cosplay and showing it off. It's, that's not the thing. It's dressing up and theming me to match the game, right? That's that's what I would be doing. It's not what you're hinting at right there, Akiria. It's not or a, a, is it Akiria? I don't know how to pronounce it. That A K Y. But after party video for Patreon with guests. So oh, that's the thing. That's what it is. Make sure I put that down here as well. Uh, so that's that'll probably be at the $5 tier on Patreon because it's similar to a sub on Twitch 
uh, all of the shows I put together, normally on a Friday or the Saturday before the show goes live, I sit down with the guests and we do the meet and greet, right? We do the meet and greet and we sit down and talk about the show, the show notes, we prep for the show, we get to know each other a little bit more so we're not going into the show the following day cold. Those meet and greets, I plan to record them. They will be audio only. They will be an unlisted video on YouTube, but the link for that video will be going on Patreon. So that will be a special extra, essentially, podcast. Like the, the mage one that I just did with the two mage guests, that was two hours. It was really mixed bag and totally raw, and it just went off the rails at some points, but but that's a will be an extra podcast for those that support the show additionally. I'll record those as long as the guests are okay with it being recorded because they're so just nonchalant and just casual. They're not a controlled episode. Those will be going up on Patreon again as unlisted. Uh, so you can't get the link unless you have the link. And uh, I may even make them just private so they can't be shared around to circumnavigate the whole bonus. Those will be going up on Patreon as well, I think. That's a, a neat addition that could be worth it because not only are you supporting the main show, you get an extra episode, essentially, for every episode. So you get four hours of podcast if you really enjoy that stuff instead of getting two. So, but that would be a thing. Uh, invite for the Paladin room on Discord has run out. The Paladin one, they're not, they were infinite. So I'll have to remake a new one. That's a good thing to know. So the Paladin one is dead. This one is dead. Uh, is the Paladin one actually dead? I don't know. I'll have to double check them. They're supposed to be infinite invites. They're not a timed invite. But I will double check that, Kem, for sure. A Bay versus Brutal IRL transmog competition. Oh, gosh. Uh, the Hunter episode is next Sunday. You feel nerds is a love name? What do you mean? Of course it is. It's an endearment name. Yeah, we're all nerds here. I think the biggest problem with Patreon, yes, it's free money, but I think after a while, streamers just feel entitled. People who fund you monthly... You call nerds. Maybe they deserve a bit more respect. Oh, that's the... No. Nerds is definitely a term of endearment. It's not a rude thing. I'm not trying to be insulting. Just say maybe a guy who funded $50 wants to be called something else other than a nerd. It's a blanket term. I mean, I'm a nerd. Do you play video games? Do you watch cartoons or anime? Do you watch comic book movies? You're kind of a nerd. And this death rises. Nerds. <laughs> For two months in a row. Thank you very much. Yeah, I don't... I, it's not an insult at all. I'm proud to be a nerd. Exactly. I don't know. I guess it could be a, a, a misconstrued word, but it's really not meant to be. I mean, the Patreon unlocked tier, they're just... It's just... It's WoW-themed, right? Rare. Epic. Legendary. Legendary! Uh, artifact, and then the $100 tier is assistant producer. The assistant producers of the show have direct access in a closed Discord room that only they have access to, so they can talk to me whenever they want. They can ask me questions, they can uh, 
respond. I posted some things in there that only they get to see that I want feedback on. So yeah, that's they're assistant producers. And though that's a real film terminology. So, but that's a neat suggestion. Maybe I should re-theme the tiers to be um like movie themed. That could be kind of cool. So it's all part of like a film crew. Because I know all the different like hierarchies of those kind of things. Cause I that's what I did. Um Write that down. How about? Oh, of course I overtype. Where'd my my notes go? There we go. How about um, Patreon tiers rethemed to film crew levels? Because that's those are like real parts of a film crew, right? Is the names of those uh, positions? That'd be kind of cool. But I mean, yeah, but what I what I technically call like my subs and whatnot is they're the final butts. It's like Spazzy has the CG farts. Those are his friends he plays with all the time, right? So I call, you know, mine the, the final butts because you're sitting, both of you are sitting on your butt. We all have them unless you don't have a butt. Right? So we're all sitting on our butts together, you know, watching stuff and being a part of everything here. So that's what I was thinking about it, what it's called. So I'm not trying to be, you know, upsetting at all. You can't stifle my nerddom. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm a butt and I'll be addressed as such. Yeah, I was talking to my friend Corey yesterday, six, who I've known for a very long time, and he apparently identifies as the color blue. So, I mean, if you identify as an attack helicopter or a banana, that's up to you. But... Yeah, that's interesting. A key grip. Yeah, I make the best. <laughs> make me a best boy. Yo, best boy grip, best boy electricians are super important. So, just tested the Pally link and it worked for you. Okay. Hmm. Yeah, these aren't timed links. They're supposed to last forever. They are a link that is supposed to be a thing that lasts forever because they are a permanent link. And I had told, I had told the, uh, where's my... I had told the uh, people that run the admins to not remove my link because it's giving them traffic over and over again. Other thing I didn't mention about Discord is that I had my first paid promotion this year from Discord for two months long. It was on top of a lot of my videos for a while. I made that bumper. We installed somewhere around almost 700 new users to the platform. Overall, the clicks for all the links total were thousands of them, but some of those were like people that already had the platform installed. And apparently I had like a 40% retention rate, which is wild that people that actually went to and joined a Discord channel actually stayed and used the channels after they clicked on it once. That's awesome. It's a huge resource to be on the Discord channels. So I'm part of all of them, I think. Like if I go over here to Discord, yeah, so I'm I'm part of so many of them. <laughs> I'm part of so many. Some I don't check all the time, obviously. But I do try to check them often. But yeah, the uh the Discord channels are fantastic. So we'll have to see. But I think that's everything I identify as a ham sandwich. Hunters are next Sunday. It'll be Kenny Loggins from Midwinter and Noga, Nuga, Noga from Method. They're one of their hunters, so. But I think that's all I had written down here. 
again, the big thing about viewer-oriented games is I definitely connect more with people that are in the Discord channel because I can just talk to you outside of the game and we can have that sort of interaction. And uh, I, I do, tr I think I wanted to try to do a once a month, a one day a month style like birthday stream, which is like the mixed bag multiplayer. So R squared D cubed, Quiplash, stuff like that on the broadcast and viewers can be part of those games every three to four, like a three or four hour chunk of multiple different games sort of sliced apart in that time. So... You don't get it? Seems like a dull place. What? Discord? You don't get Discord. It's just live Reddit. It's just Reddit plus Skype together. But it's just a live chat room. It's IRC essentially at the end of the day. So, but how do you get started with WoW content like your first podcast and YouTube channel you followed? I mean, my inspirations for what I do here is Day9, Lethal Frag, Mike B.A.K. Phony. Probably the first three people I really ever watched their stuff. So the Day9 show, Day9's Daylight, Day9 Daily, that kind of stuff that he does. And then Mike B.A.K.A.'s videos that he did on YouTube, like the BFF report. And then Lethal Frag for his demeanor and style that he handles his broadcast with and his, you know, very informational, entertaining sections and then nonsense, ridiculous, you know, here come the horns that I still remember from back in the day. You know, oh God, bring the midgets in. But uh, yeah, those are the three biggest in, uh, inspirations, I think, for what I do here. So that's probably the, those three. Yeah, somewhere in there. But if you have suggestions for what types of uh, games to play for multiplayer, let me know in Discord, on Twitter, wherever, in the YouTube comments. And we'll definitely get to that. But I talked about everything I think I have on here. I mean, really, it's super easy to figure out where all my stuff is, my schedule, all this good stuff. Of course, the Discord link to join and talk to me directly is right here. Of course, you can always find me on, on Twitter. Where's my Twitter page? There it is. So I'm not super difficult to reach, but I really appreciate all of the support over the years. I hope we can grow and, and break and stay above 500 subs on Twitch in 2017. I'd love to break 100,000 subscribers on YouTube next year. That'd be awesome. That'd be a huge milestone just because of the juggling act between the two platforms. Obviously, I want both to, to grow and... That's it, really. So I don't have any other questions real quick. I'm at like two hours of just me talking. And my uh, my mouth is definitely, uh, my throat is like, stop talking, you're, you're done. But do you have any other, other questions or things? I sort of weaved in back and forth Q&A parts, so it wouldn't just be me babbling for two hours. But nice, time for the Dark Souls stream. Yeah, sure. Uh, why not? We had definitely a lot of a lot of suggestions came in, which I really appreciate. Again, hunters are next week. Hunters will be next week. There will be no shows on the twenty fifth or the first. Obviously, I'll be streaming. I bet not for Christmas. I'll be at my parents' house, my grandparents' house, one of the two. But for the first, for New Year's, I'll be streaming for the New Year's nonsense. Which it's weird when you get older. You're kind of like. Eh, New Year's, right? I don't know. It feels kind of 
Maybe unless you like are a wicked frat boy or you actually go with a bunch of friends to like New York City or somewhere special to like be a part of a celebration for New Year's. It's kind of just like it's whatever. But yeah, there'll be no no shows for the next two weeks after the Hunters on the 18th. And then hopefully 715 drops early January because I don't want to have another spec interview show until after 7.1.5 is live because I don't want to have the show split between what's about to happen and what is currently happening. It's very frustrating to, to work around. So yeah, Trinity, it was like a just solo show today. What's your favorite artifact ability and why is it full moon? Uh, did I ever review the glasses? Are they worth the money? Oh, these? So I use a program called f.lux or flux or lux, flux on computer monitors to color grade the monitors to be uh, based on the outside light, like day daylight, it gets a little brighter, and it's nighttime, it gets a little more orange. It takes out the blue light nonsense from the screens, because blue light rays bother my eyes. Some people have different qualities of their eyes. They can, you know, blue light doesn't bother them, blue light really bothers them. So these are an additional step of that. A, I wear glasses normally. As I knock my monitor. I wear glasses normally. I'm nearsighted. <laughs> They've been sitting here for a couple of days, a little dusty. Uh... <laughs> Because I was cleaning my desk off, I guess. Goodness. Um, the I'm nearsighted, so I see fine up close, but I wear them for driving and for video shoots and whatnot because I have to. But gunners are orange tinted, and what they do is they also help cut out blue light rays and blue emission from LED LCD monitors because those lead to eye fatigue. I don't know if it's a placebo effect. I mean, I wear them all the time also because it helps make my face look not ridiculous. That's just part of, like, my look. And that's important. Like, when Link cut off his wings on Good Mythical More, Link Neil, that was a crazy experience if you were following GMN for a long time. But now, you probably think he looks a lot better than he did back then with his crazy, foofy hair. But you, gotta, you have a brand or, like, a, a look that people are, are used to seeing, and if you suddenly change it drastically, that gets a little weird. So, I I wear them, I think they work just fine, it's, it's, it's helpful. I sit in front of the computer screens if I'm editing, or playing WoW, or watching YouTube videos, or watching Netflix, or whatever, or of course streaming, it definitely helps, because otherwise I think my eyeballs would like rot out of my brain, they would just like, on fire. I mean, I have a crazy lighting setup, I have a huge China ball right here, and another light right here, and then another light right here, and then I have a light above my head. So, the room is lit, as the kids say, but it actually using the word properly. But, I think it works. I don't know if it's on my first comment, but my only suggestion at the moment is perhaps do a sub viewer runs in WoW. So the final but runs are definitely a thing I want to do. I actually want to clear heroic content with subs and viewers. I think that's, that's fine, because normal feels like it's rude. I think heroic is fine. And we have some people that would join those runs because A, legendaries, B, artifact power, C, you know, Titanforge white whales that could be upgrades. I would love to do heroic clears with, with subs and viewers for sure. And it's definitely something I can set up through Discord, because I can just plop it in there and say, you know, invite so such and such, 
and I can put what the group is and a password to put in your comments so you can, I don't invite random people from the server. So I would definitely love to do that. Let me put that as another uh, sub viewer runs in. Wow. The thing is, I already do runs with the final butts for Karazhan. We do two a week. We might eventually do three a week. And they right only get to come to the Guild Zerg runs on Tuesdays. If you are here early enough, if you're on Alliance US, then I invite random people sometimes to fill up the Zerg runs we do on Tuesday, which those won't go anywhere. They, uh, those are really lucky spots because normally we sell loot from Heroic. And eventually, of course, we'll, we'll sell runs from Mythic and whatever for gold. But those are definitely possible to do our own thing for sure. But it's only US Alliance. So you can't be Horde and you can't be EU or anything like that because you can't play together. I don't know if that'll change. I would love to have my Horde character available, possibly, but it would take some work to work on my Horde warrior. A, learn how to prot tank and not be terrible at it. B, gear that character up to not be terrible at tanking heroics. So we'll see. Right now, though, it's really relegated to just US Alliance. But... And perhaps to interviews with other streamers. Well, Narc, I, I have before. I have done community specials with other broadcasters. Like, I interviewed Preach as Preach. I interviewed Duck Sauce as Duck Sauce. Nixium and Mookluck for the Machine Interview special, right? Obviously, those are more focused on them. I have the Lost Codex coming up soon to interview them as a community spotlight. I would love to interview Spazzy. Probably interview, try to get an interview with maybe Skill Up and another one of the Division creators, because I like Division, so I want to interview them. The show will not only be WoW-focused, it hasn't always been for the last year anyway, because I've had the community spotlights for, I think, the Badge Babes, right? I had uh, Fernone Friend and, uh, or Fernone, Fabe, and Ketsu on for the Badge Babe show. They're all artists in different facets. I had a show up at that, so those aren't going to go away. I try to only have those community-sized or community-focused special shows every four to six regular shows, so... Yeah, for sure. It's definitely a thing that I will still do. But, um... Uh... But those, sometimes, I don't want them to feel like I'm just, like, clickbaiting in new viewers. Because if I brought Tally on a show, do I... You know, I'm not going to take away his viewership. But it'd be cool to talk to Tally about how he's kind of like the Jack Nicholson of Twitch TV. <laughs> he's been on Twitch for five years or whatever. So, that'd be interesting to talk to him about that. Is there a haste mastery ratio for enhancement shamans, or do you think I should sim the stats I need? So, simming is always important. Always sim it, but there's no ratio for it. Uh, there's a feel-good amount of haste at about 15% or more where the spec just feels better. But there's no ratio. It's just mastery haste versus crit. So... But yeah, if you haven't seen those episodes, go back and check the playlist for sure. So doing old raids together would be quite cool. Can also do the scale things for old raids. Doing normals would be fine. A lot of people don't do them because they feel they might mess up. Okay, I mean, normal, normal or heroic. Maybe also old raids too. I guess they're transmog runs. Blitz. Uh, dunk lots of old raids 
super nonsense Zerg style, I guess. That's a possibility, too. I've got like a whole page of notes here from you guys today. I thought of doing an SGDQ style charity marathon stream right before BlizzCon next year in one of the Anaheim hotels. That would be awesome, but that costs a lot of money to organize. That would be crazy. But yeah, a, a, another season of the epic WoW battles of history would be a lot of fun. I would have to talk to, of course, Coltrane, Brutal, and get that all put together. I, if you go back and watch those episodes, they're all right here. If you go to the channel guide and you go to, where are the specials? Uh, did I move them forward? He went forward. So yeah, BlizzCon and special shows. So if you don't know, there are three battles here back in 2014. Uh, I can't imagine. Our computers back then were nowhere near as powerful. So holy crap. But this was the the wow battle, the epic wow battles of history, and these were old. Hold on, where is the intro? That's not the intro. Where's the actual intro here? Man, all that old art. Man. Oh, here it goes. They made interest for everything. <laughs> the Horde yes. versus the Alliance. Go. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the epic WoW Battles of History. As my computer at the time explodes. But there are three of these. It's an Alliance versus Horde race through a bunch of old raids. There were three installments of it. That was my voice as Ragnaros with my Ragnaros filters on. Not very great. Um, yeah, there were three of these. I think I did, uh, I think they're on this page. Yeah, here's episode two. I think I tried to do Cthulhu in this one because we were doing AQ. Yeah, yeah, here, this one. Epic wow battles of history. That's yeah, weird. The Alliance. Versus the whore. Go. Hello, everybody, and welcome. These were a lot of fun. And this was back when I had like no exposure, but I edited these and I made I made all these scenes. It's it's a homage and a, a toss over to the epic rap battles of history, but it's epic wow battles of history. So these were fun to make. I'll tell you introduced to me, TI, from these. Yeah, there are three of these, but they were it was a race between Alliance and Horde to battle through like all the old raids and it was like a scoring system based on time and deaths and a lot of it is like just super ridiculous Zerg nonsense but those are fun if you want to go back and watch those. I would love to do a revisit because we have such better computers and technology right now to make a simulcast work because Coltrane and Anna were commentating with like 30 seconds of lag. It was awful. So they were like uh, probably like 15 seconds of lag because we we're using the screen share program or whatever. But now it could be a whole lot better to make that happen. So that's a, definitely a thing. Let me write that down. Um, let's see. Let me do this. So uh, season two of the epic 
Wow, battles of history? Question mark? I have so many notes. I don't even, I can't keep them all on one page. So, but yeah, I did the first two. One is Ragnaros-ish and one is Cthulhu-ish. And then uh, the third one was from a friend of mine who did like a Chromie style voice. So those are fun though to make them, but the production value of those, I learned a lot from that. And of course now would definitely be a lot uh, cleaner, I would say. The 7.1 changes for enhancement shamans look fine so far. I don't like the boulder fist revert slash nerf. That's kind of stupid, but everything else looks pretty okay. I'm actually putting together a big post with the help of a lot of other prominent enhancement shamans to put a like a, a feedback post for the devs. So I went over WoW Trivial Pursuit earlier, Valkyrian. There are no more questions for WoW Trivial Pursuit. I don't have any don't have any questions for them. The, all the ones in the game, the actual game there, are, were done. So, yeah. Uh, and then Dark, like to wish you all the best in your life and everything you do. I'm leaving any channel that is tied to Blizzard. This is not on you. I'm even, not even watching or supporting my own local friend. Love the show. Hope you personally do well. That's weird, Dark. Dark Okies, you're leaving any channel tied to Blizzard. Are you trying to, like, stop playing World of Warcraft and stuff? Interesting. Well, I mean, I appreciate the well wishes. Have a great one yourself. That's kind of sad. But okay. Um, you introduced to Final Boss TV via the old joystick articles about Warlocks. Holy crap. Those were one, those were, um, uh, by Ponaria, weren't they? Sparkug and Shinefe was the first VOD I ever watched. Oh man, the first like 20 episodes of the show are so cringe. So this is a talk show, Big Papa. This is an episode of my show, so there's no gameplay. Uh, does your feedback involve making Ascendance a real talent? We are putting some heavy work into making Ascendance a real talent. We have some really cool suggestions for Ascendance. Yes, Espeon. Have I tested Fury of Air? Yeah, Fury of Air is awesome. It's really, really almost DPS neutral to Crashing Storm, so it's sort of situational, but it also frees up the rotation a little bit too, so it makes it feel a little better. But, um, yeah, Fury of Air is good. Hot Hand is strong. Windsong is strong. Uh, even the new Empowered Stormlash is boring, but not terrible in, like, a five-man group. So there, there are some options coming, but Word Up and I are going to make one or two videos about Enhancement Shaman in the future. But, I, uh, you're fine, Big Papa Jones, not a big deal. Every Sunday is my live show, but this week I had to schedule my Hunter guests for next Sunday, so today is like a Q&A slash uh, catch-up, end of 2016. I went through a ton of stats earlier, getting a lot of good feedback from, from you butts about, about stuff. So, again, if you have any suggestions for games you want to see on the channel or types of videos, just hit me up on Twitter or on Discord. Or you can even email me. My email's on my Twitter. But I think that's... That's gonna be about it for me. This is a lot longer than I thought it was gonna be. But that's totally fine. Uh... You have a life advice question? Is he only... Taking WoW questions? Well, no. Not really. It's sort of open-ended to everything that I do here, I suppose. I don't... I don't know. Wow, what's the question? 
The one where Anna is in the middle of the rainforest and her picture is just the Caribbean style beach. So good. That's an old one. That is that is definitely an old one for sure. Whoops. So yeah. Well she was she was on the beach for an episode. She was on holiday and she still called it on mobile Skype on crappy wireless at some beachside house hut drinking mojitos or whatever the hell she was drinking. So you just started your own WoW live stream, by the way. Wonder if you have any pointers. Have fun. Try to have good audio quality that is devoid of a lot of background noise, key clicks, nonsense like that. Try to get good video quality if you're on camera. If not, just have fun. Honestly, if you're if you're starting out now, you're not going to get viewers for like a year, if, if that, because it's so populated and you have to have an established thing. I've been on Twitch for like four years. So, and I've obviously had the live stream, I have the mixed gameplay, other stuff that's not WoW related, the Bay at Night kind of stuff, and then I have the live show. So I have three different, like, pillars of what I do. So if you're just starting out, it's... just have fun. Because if you're not having fun on the broadcast, you're not going to attract viewers. So... Uh, so... I don't know, Frankie. <laughs> How do you find purpose in your life again? Uh, find a hobby, collect stuff, don't be a hoarder, but I don't know, stamp collection, comic collection, I don't know, find TV shows you want to watch. I feel like that's like a baited question, I'm not actually sure if that's like a real one. But you can never have to work again if you sold a company. All I've done now is play video games and watch Twitch 14 hours a day. I don't know, that's a little weird. That sounds like sort of a dream come true for some people, but I'm sure you could have things you could invest in or things you can move around your money with to make your own project. Uh, the Roundtable podcast was just interviewing... Uh, oh gosh, I just forgot his name. Edmund, the guy that created Nicholas, the people that behind Super Meat Boy and Binding of Isaac. And he worked for god like seven to nine years working on creating his own company to be his own boss after leaving the jobs he was working for before and turned around all of his income from that job into making his own company so it's a certain stigma with discussing this type of thing with real life friends and family i don't know i think there's a lot of things you can move your time into I think, I think finding hobbies and, and enjoying life. I would love to just go watch movies with friends. I don't know. Become a connoisseur of something. Try different foods. Travel. I've never left the United States of America. So traveling would be a thing. I would love to get like a Euro pass and just like backpack and train trip Europe. That would be so... Just go to castles and sh... Oh, man. Or go to Japan and... One of my biggest bucket list stupid nerd things is I want to go to Japan and just walk around on some street and just walk into one of those ramen huts with like the flappy folds that go behind your head and you're like you walk in and the got the, the the chefs are right there cooking ramen like right on the bar stools and you just like from freaking Naruto Naruto but like go eat ramen like right at one of those street sides man that would be awesome to do I think that would be a lot of great fun by Europe, you mean Korea, right? Uh, yeah, it's a audible typo. I don't know. Stream the Bay Road Trip 
like those Korean streamer, uh, like those Korean streamers, Krendor watches. Oh man, you got like the wireless backpack and you stream your, that would be awesome as heck. That could be, I mean, technically that is sort of, it has been a Patreon unlock. If it was 4,000 or more a month, I wanted to go to four conventions a year. Wow, BlizzCon being one of them. And then Gamescom, PAX, and Comic-Con, and make videos. But now if I had the technology and the income to do stream them, that'd be fun. Like live stream the, uh, run ramen, please. Yes. So, like stream the, the travel, being at those places. But that would be wild. Heard you wanted some things changed in the guide. Can help if you uh, out next weekend. Oh, I was saying there'll be more things added to the channel guides offer. I don't think we need anything right now done, but uh, hi, Icy, or ICII, hello. But uh, join a local library, excuse me. But I, I think I'll poke you in Discord offer. But when we need to get some, I mean, it's fine right now. I just know that there'll be more things to add in the future. That's what I mean. I should drive around the U.S. and pick up subs in a giant van. Okay. <laughs> I want to go to Japan and backpack Europe as well. I'm taking a course for travel and tourism. Ooh. That would be awesome. Yeah. To have fun in life, you need money. Mm-hmm. And time. Two things. And one does not always lead to the other. So, my dear Mr. Backpack from Lisbon to Poland. Oh, man. Wow, T.I. Calm down. T.I. likes it. <laughs> Trying to plan it for months. Maybe one day. Yeah, that's a lot of stuff. But thank you all so much for being here. I think we hit the end button. We've been here for like two and a half hours. I hope we went over a lot of stuff and it wasn't too boring listening to me ramble on about everything. But went over a lot of things about the artists I've met and the shows I've done this year and some statistics about things and, and what we plan to do in the future. Uh, as I will caveat this at the end here, I am I am and I view myself like 70% a live stream personality. So broadcasting on Twitch is my main focus. YouTube is the secondary focus. So that's why I'm trying to reevaluate my goals for 2017 is to, when I have a schedule, and that's when I should be live, I should be live then. Because right now, sometimes it's just like, I get bumped into things that happen, and I have to push the stream back an hour. I want to make sure that I have, if I say I'm live from 6pm to 2am, that 8 hour block, I'll be live. So, and then of course I'll work around the YouTube stuff, either before or after I'm streaming. Because that's, that's what I want to do, is... I want to to broadcast, right? I, I want to be on Twitch TV and grow the channel here, which, yeah, right, right here. I have some updates I want to work on the page. I have the gear list to finish up, of course. I got some website updates I have to do. I'm looking for a web developer, by the way. I'll end with this little note. If you are well to do with web development, and would like to help me work on creating a new version and updating the website. That would be very awesome. You can just send me an email or whatever. But that's going to do it for me. There it is. So thank you all 
very much for being here for the year-end 2016 Q&A slash updates and, and me talking about stuff for two and a half hours with, with you nerds. This will be, of course, on YouTube. If you're watching on YouTube right now, hello. Please answer the questions that I asked during this episode in YouTube comments. That's really helpful. I'll be checking the comments out. And again, remember, liking videos that you enjoy on YouTube and commenting on them is very important for YouTube growth in the future. But yeah, there's the command right there for, for that, Israfel. You can always see the live subs for the actual channel. But next Sunday will be the Hunter Show with Kenny Loggins from Midwinter and uh, Noga from Method. We'll talk about Hunters. It'll be the last show of the year because I'll be taking off time for the holidays. I'll be streaming, of course, around the holidays, obviously, because I don't need to be away at my parents' or grandparents' house for too long. I'll have, like, a New Year's special stream. But if you, again, if you have more suggestions for any of the questions I asked during the show today, you missed part of them, please just let me know in the comments below or poke me on Discord. And we'll go from there. But... Hopefully by the middle of January 2017, I'll be able to make focusing on this my main main job, main focus, right? YouTube videos, shows, and live streaming. And just covering the game and, and continuing the the road of edutainment, which is education plus entertainment all smooshed together. It's gonna be a Dark Souls Christmas. Maybe. I don't know yet. I have to install the damn game. I'm gonna get out of here. Thank you all so much for watching. Trust in your seal of RNG gold in World of Warcraft. Thank you again for all your support over the years. If I don't see you again, have a happy holidays and a Merry Christmas, Kwanzaa, and a very, very safe New Year. And I will see you all when I see you. <gasps> Bye! It's only me. It's kind of weird doing it by myself. <sighs> Wait, where's the button? There it is. Ah.